0: Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? The best show is back again on another Tuesday night. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm here with you for the next three hours. And we've got a fun show planned for you. What are we going to do tonight? Just listen. Tired of doing the topics that no one cares about. Just listen. Let me take you there. On an audio journey. I am your guide. Everyone into the rowboat. That's right, it's a rowboat. Get in the rowboat. And get ready. Because we're gonna kill that whale. Best scene in Moby Dick, hands down. We're gonna kill that bleepin' whale. Look! It's a bleepin' whale! Watch this! Time to die, you mutter. Right? Joe Pesci's Moby Dick. The best Moby Dick. When he fires that machine gun into the whale and then suddenly... The whale goes underwater and then he thinks he beat him and then suddenly the he looks in the whale's behind him and then the whale opens his mouth and it's like covered in plastic and he goes Ah oh, nah and then the whale swallows him. The best show
1: stuff that you need. You wanted the best, you got the best show, indeed. This show's just best show. Yeah, you know that it's a best show, and it'll always be the best.
0: show what's going on how are you on this slightly warmer april evening here in 2017 welcome my name's tom the host who's good here mike no one no one's calling unbelievable no one's calling no one's calling 201-332-3484, as the late great Mel Allen used to say. How about that? What a great man he was. Baseball's back. Uh, what? Okay. How do you think the Nationals are going to do?
2: I don't know. Uh, what do you think's going to happen with the Florida Marlins?
0: BORING Baseball sucks And everybody knows it Baseball sucks Just imagine These guys play five times a week For ten months That's right The soft drink chiku. These dudes have been boosting my snapples I'm sure. I'm sure a few of them have been walking. I'm sure, there's been some Thursday uh, diet peach snapple drinking going on amongst the best show crew. Not naming names, but I had a fully stocked fridge and I noticed uh, zero. I think they're walking. Friday, Friday. Crack of the of the lid of the cup, not the cup, the cap. Yeah, this
2: one's on the best shows, Don.
0: Not saying who that is, but doing an amorphous voice that could be Mike or Pat or Dudio. So yeah, I have a, a, a soda here. Ugh. I like soda. You know, I like you know what my favorite soda is Mike Diet Dr Pepper. Right, it's good stuff. It's crisp. It was not a commercial. My friends, the best show has begun. My name is Tom, the host. What did we just hear? Oh my goodness, was that good? That was uh, Timmy's Organism, great band. Song called Lick Up Your Town. A single on the Total Punk label, great label. They sent uh, a few things. All of it was awesome! Awesome! This Timmy's Organism single, a Black Abba single, Rick and the Pigs, the best. Yeah. So, tonight, what do we talk about? Just listen. Who's good here? One best show. Hey Tom, how are hey. you going? Oh, uh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking?
3: Uh, my name is Charlie. I and I'm, I live in Saint Paul, Minnesota.
0: Charlie, what's going on, Charlie? Not much. You know, this is the first time that I've ever uh, how's your listen
3: to your show. What's that?
0: How's your thumb? My thumb. Yeah.
3: It's good, good. It is. Why would it
0: not be good? I don't know, because I heard that they got my thumb, Charlie. Oh, yeah.
3: I've Charlie. Heard that millions
0: of times. Charlie. Which would you rather deal with? Somebody going, Charlie, they got my thumb, Charlie. Or somebody going, Charlie. Charlie. Probably the second one. So you really one deal is... with Willy Wonka.
3: Yeah, I like that. Man, you I got to see this. I was, this.
0: Willy Wonka musical starting. I got to see that thing. Like, yeah, on, that uh, looks pretty cool. Yeah, on Broadway, Willy Wonka. I what's it going to be like? A super, super popular. I'm not going to be able to get tickets to Willy Wonka.
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't have much hope for it. Well, maybe like the Lion King, it might take
0: off. But what if they like do like they pour chocolate down the aisles, right? Like liquid oh, chocolate cool. for Augustus Gloop. If they have a giant, like like the way that they put um, magicians into like tanks filled with water and they they uh, straitjacket them. What if they lower the yeah. actor who plays Augustus Gloop into one of those?
3: Oh, that would be cool. Hey, you know you you really okay, like your practical jokers,
0: like yeah. right? Okay, well we're moving on. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to slow your 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 run down there with the. I guess I was off target with the uh oh, the stuff I was talking about with the
4: with oh to get to, no
0: no by all means let's get to what you want to do do you want to know I like impractical jokers yes I do well I was
3: that just made me think of the punishment where uh <laughs> where uh um uh, one guy got locked in the tank and they they put him on like it was a magic show but he couldn't get out did you see that
0: I did see that one yes that was a good one it was.
3: What's your favorite punishment that's ever been on that show? Mm.
0: I like when Sal had to play bingo and say bingo at the casino. Yeah. Even though he didn't funny. have bingo. And I also like when what? they did the chair, that they put a, a cue in the, the chair that they drove around the park and that he couldn't control it. I would like those.
3: That was funny. Yeah. It was. Well hey, I didn't mean to interrupt you. When no, you no, 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 no,
0: no, but... no. No, no, no. The floor is yours, uh uh Charlie. What do you want to talk about, Charlie?
3: Well, this is the first time that I've listened to your show.
0: Really? Live. This is the first and time just... you've listened and you called within the no, first no, 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 3 no. minutes? No, That's no, a bold move, thin- my friend. Bold move. First thin- time you ever heard it and now you're calling no, 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 already. I give you I, I give you credit, bro.
3: That's not what I said. I I've listened to all of your shows, but this is the first time I've been able to figure out how to listen live. So I've binge watched the binge listen. Is that to hard to figure
0: out? Well, I gotta call a post show meeting. Dude. Hold on, Charlie. stay put right there. Studio, post show meeting. <laughs> Pat, post show meeting. Mike, you can go at midnight. You go at midnight, you just go. Now i got to do if you can't figure out how to listen live after all the work I've been doing that this is this is I'm gonna have to call these guys on the carpet
3: well I haven't applied myself that that I, but I became so excited after listening to all the back episodes that I had to listen live and I just and you started off by saying nobody was calling, and that was just like an invitation, and I felt compelled and Hold on, Truthfully, hold I on, Charlie, hey, Charlie, whole... Charlie!
0: Sh- Charlie shh, just for one second. This guy can't figure out how to listen live. He really can't figure Tonight's out his to first out. night. He's heard all the episodes, but he doesn't know how. To, he's the tonight he finally figured out how to listen live. This is the first night, and he's heard them all. So you've heard all the episodes.
3: Yeah, I've even gone. Yeah, I have heard all the episodes, and you just
0: yeah. you you have not been able to figure out how to listen live until tonight.
3: Well, you know, maybe it was more of a sort of like a. A subconscious thing where I finally realized, heck, I don't have any more episodes to listen to. I gotta go live.
0: Oh, so that's different. You dodged a bullet on this one, Dudio. Oh boy. Dudio was, uh, throw throw him out. I was gonna throw him out. But
3: I even, I even ordered AP Mike's signed uh, headshot for somebody and I've been sending them randomly
0: to people. Um, Do you know these people? Yeah, I know. I hope you know these yeah. people. Yeah. Like, they're not just... But he's not He's not signing.
3: It gives you the option to have him write a personalized message, and you'll, you'll have to also call him to the carpet, because he's not writing out the full personalized message, Tom.
0: Well, what's a personalized message that you wanted him to write?
3: Well, so I sent it to this lawyer guy I know, and the personalized message was supposed to say, um, "I'll get him." Um, thanks you. for all your help with the law, because I thought it was ambiguous and weird. But he just wrote the guy's name, who I won't mm-hmm. say, and then he just wrote thanks. So you know, I mean, it's still good. But
0: give me the high sign, Mike. That? It's fake. Mike saying you're fake, bro. Fake? Yeah. What does that mean? Say you're saying you're making up. Uh, you're, you're ma- these are these are uh, the spurious charges.
3: No, no. I, I'll even maybe I'll try to figure out. I'll email you. Not that you care that much, but no, I'll I email you think. my order.
0: Please email me. Or I want to get to the bottom of this because nothing is more important to me than to know that the people who shop at apmike.bandcamp.com <laughs> are are being completely. And look, I gotta say this. I talk to Mike about this every week. This sounds like a smear campaign, right, Mike? <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to get what? What did he do? What did what did Mike do? He let you through one time. What did you no, write on? You know, you remember, what did you write on the picture, Mike? Yeah, Mike said you didn't make the request, bro.
3: Ask Mike if he sent something to Minneapolis recently. Ask him if he that. Did you that.
0: send something to Minneapolis recently? He sends tons to, he sent tons to Minneapolis. Look, you send me the thing. Now, you get off my phone. I'm sticking up with Mike on this one. I'm sticking up for Mike. Look. Look, are there things that that are are, uh, shady with Mike? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Are there things that I would, uh, tread lightly around? Absolutely. Are there areas that a uh, flashing red light tells you do not go any further if you're even paying half attention? Absolutely. Do I think Mike is not writing the full thing on these pictures? No, I don't. I think, Mike, I've heard nothing but positive responses from everybody who shops over at apmike.bandcamp.com. One's had a better time than the next, whether they're buying the headshot or the T-shirt, the masses shirt, or the songs he's recorded and the book he did. What's going on with Charlie uh Murphy? Not Charlie Murphy. Charlie uh, Melson. What is it? The author guy. the the The, perf- the guy who read the ch- kids' book you wrote. Charlie Morgan. What's he up to? We haven't heard from him. Let's uh, let's reach out to him. See, make sure he's doing well. I don't appreciate people smearing Mike and saying that he's not going to write everything over at AP, at AP, Mike dot What's he got to lose?
2: I can't write that whole thing.
0: He doesn't care. You paid. He'll do anything on those pictures. Has anybody asked you to deface your own image on them? Well, whoops. (laughs) Sorry. Well, this is a perfect chance to get reorders. This is like when, this is like when people had to rebuy CDs. People now are gonna need to repurchase headshots that Michael draw like, uh, the, he'll draw like, uh, uh, the vampire fangs on himself. Or a black, uh, a black eye or sunglasses. Devil's horns. Right? Gap, gap in your teeth. So that's the next thing. You can order the thing and just say, deface it, Mike. And you know how much I get from these things? Not a bleeping nickel, I tell you. I watch this guy. He's, he's spreading this money around. He goes, at this point, he goes to Atlantic City with those headshots, and he can gamble with them. They are good. They're considered $3 in U.S. currency in a casino. He goes down, signs them at the at the, he's at the blackjack table, and they're like, Sir, we want to deal the next hand. He's like, Wait, I gotta sign seven more of these and then I can be in on this hand. The pit bosses love the AP Mike headshots. Best show. Best show. Hello. Yes. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey, sorry. Yeah, let's keep I'm this going. This will be great. What's up, stupid? Sorry, something's wrong. Nah, you're all right.
5: Are you a- okay? This is Ben from Portland.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, Ben, get off my phone. Besha. Hello, Tom. Hi, to Hi, whom ben. am I speaking?
6: You're speaking to Alexis Elena from Ithaca, New York. State. How
0: are you? How's everything in
2: Ithaca?
6: Ah, uh, man. It's doing I think, all in all. It's just been, been a really weird month. Got laid off a month ago. just been sort of, uh, I know reground myself in the world reconnect with people and stuff it's
0: hard Uh, it's hard mm -hmm. not having a job he says knowingly (laughs) I agree with you well that that that's that's that that uh that sucks I'm sorry to hear that
6: Mm -hmm. I feel like it's you know it's sort of the flow of things like it's you you have people around you who love you like
0: all you can do, all you can do is, uh, lean on the people around you.
6: Yeah. And it's, it's just really important. It's just really easy to feel like running away instead. But, I don't know. But, but I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's like humor it just brings people together so much and your show is really just, I think, great in that way.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's nice to say. I appreciate that. We're, 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 we're trying. I'm trying. That's all I'm trying to do is try. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, look, you, 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 I'm You keep your your head up. Things things will uh, turn turn the corner. They'll go your way. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you
6: very much, Tom. Yeah.
0: Don't don't. uh also just
6: kind of bombed. Supposed to play a show last Saturday, but and being canceled because the main artist wasn't able to make it to town. Uh, just kind of sitting with my hands a lot. I don't know. I just want to encourage all the best show listeners out
0: there to just go and just follow your bliss. Just yeah, just take care. Just say, you only get one go round. So try to try to take advantage of things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You got these uh, these people. What I know, what they're waiting for. What are they, they're wa- they're waiting for something before they decide they're going to have a good time, and then all you know, it's over. <laughs> Before you know it's over. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. And you take care of yourself. You find, you'll you find something. It'll work out. And it's you're going to be back on target. And the next time the artist will show up for the show, that's the worst. You're ready to play and then just like, yeah, oh, you couldn't make it to town.
6: Well, I mean, the Northeast has been really crazy in terms of weather.
0: Yeah, it's been weird. The only thing I can say to you is, don't give up, because you still have friends. Don't give up. You know that song?
6: I actually don't, I am ashamed to say. It's
0: Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush doing a duet. I love, I'm not both, but... Well, you should check so that so song you know,
6: out. I would do that post-haste, Tom. Thank you very much. Well, you have a great Thank night. Thank you very take much take for night. Okay.
0: You have a lovely night. You too, Bye. Best show. You have a lot Hey, Tom, it's Jeff from Brooklyn. How are you? Jeff from Brooklyn. What's up, Jeff?
7: Hey, I am, uh, I wanted to call out to, to encourage other people to become Patreon members.
0: Oh, now Jeff, you got my attention with this. So, uh, uh, I joined at the highest
7: level. I'm not a rich guy, okay. but, uh, yeah. I decided let's
0: drink six fewer beers a week. Oh, Jeff. Jeff and and, music to my ears. and invest in what's important well jeff look this is what i'll say it's not my place i'm not going to uh, come on here and uh try to tell people what to do or not to do but um you know and i'm not going to try to influence anybody or get them to do what i tell them whether it's kind of against their will But I just want people to sit and listen to this. And now, Jeff, tell them why they should pledge to the Patreon, which is the...
3: Well, Well, I I pledge
7: because The Best Show brings me three hours of entertainment every week. And it's well worth the investment for $12.50 a week. I've dubbed it No Chikoo for You Mm -hmm. to just not drink six beers a week. No Chiku for you. So I encourage other people to join at the no Chiku for you level.
0: I love it. I love that. That's a very, that's a, that's an awesome way to say it. No Chiku for you. Cut back on some beers. Jeff, you're a champ. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. Bye. Now listen. Why is it that you're, uh, not going to patreon.com slash the best show? donating the money you want the best show to continue don't you go over to patreon.com slash the best show and just give some money to keep the show going it's what we can do it'll keep the best show going and we send things out at different levels and things are going to start going out soon to people we have the pins are in And the stickers are in. And things are going to start getting mailed out over the next uh, couple weeks. So,
8: just go and listen to this. And now, you will give the money to the best show. Best
0: show. Hey, this is Hannah. Hannah. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Do I know this, Hannah? Um, I don't think so. Where are you calling from, Hannah? Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know you. But tell me what's going on in Fayetteville tonight.
9: Okay, so I just got done in my class, Death and Dying, and I wanted to talk about that. You want to talk about Um, Death and Dying? Yeah, we had a thing where um, you get together with some random people in your class and for an hour and a half you just talk about death
0: mm-hmm. and eat dinner. Do you, you talk about what the what? You talk about de- death and dying? Yeah. Hmm. Now and, what?
9: Um, Something that came up was when you know somebody online and they pass, but you've ma- made connections with them over the Internet. And it's like this new modern emotion, and I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about it.
0: You're supposed to look, Hannah. It's hard. It's hard. People die, and you can uh, you can know who they were personally in real life, or you can know who they were just by their by their words on the internet. Yeah, which
9: is a totally different thing. That's why it's like I don't know. It's a new emotion.
0: It's hard. It's hard processing these things in any way because people are there and then they're not there.
9: Yeah, for sure. Well, I had to make this quick. I'm using my roommate's roommate's phone. It's been good. It's been real talking to you. All
0: right, Hannah. All right. Have a grand evening. You too. And don't die.
9: Okay, I'll try.
0: Bye. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, just like the Who said. It's hard, on their best album. Okay, hey, change the subject now. Don't talk about. Oh. Okay. I'll talk about something different. You know, what I want to talk about. A P Mike. Last week, I called him a name on the air. What did I call you, Mike? Stupid. Did I call? I said. Yeah, it's it's. I think I, I yelled at you because we because we were guessing yes or Emerson Lake and Palmer, and you got uh, one wrong, and then I called you stupid, Mike. I would like to apologize formally. On the air. I did not mean to call you stupid. It's a hurtful word. You're clearly not stupid. I admire you. You're a great fella. And uh, I want nothing. He's making me say this. He's making me say this.
2: Help. Help me. Mike's making me say this. I call him stupid. It it was wrong. But he's making me say it. He's also going to make me mention apmike.bandcamp.com. Six more times tonight. Or he said, I'm going to get a visit from his Bayonne crew. He said, they're going to get me.
0: Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from Down Under. Good day. Good day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lucenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Office Live. So who are the animals, because I, well, I don't smell them. them. <laughs> so Mike, I apologize. And I just want to tell everybody... What's going on with apmike.bandcamp.com, Mike? Still up and running. Great, great, great. Still have the headshots? Great, great. Great to hear. Oh, stuff's going out tomorrow. Look out. Great. Help.
2: I don't want the Bayonne crew to get me. Yeah, I called them stupid. I didn't mean it. But seriously He couldn't tell the difference between Yes And Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer Sure it was a song off drama It was kind of a trick question Because it was one of the songs that Trevor Horn sang And they were getting a little rockier uh, And Mike thought that was Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer Yeah look By all metrics it was a stupid thing to say <laughs> That 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 was Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. It was, it was one of the dumbest things I ever heard anyone ever say. But he's got me now. He told me. He told me they're going to show me, uh, a. they're, they're going to take care of me Bayonne style. There's a reason why guys like George R.R. R. Martin don't go back. There's a reason. I heard they made him eat that choo-choo cap he wears when he was a kid. That the the people in Bayonne
0: make him wear. They made him eat that choo-choo cap that he likes to wear now. So, Mike, apmike.bandcamp.com. All the stuff's up there, huh? Great. Great. Everyone should check that out. A gr- great time. And you can have a lot of fun with those things there. So... Okay, he's he's looks satisfied. I'm looking at his face. He looks like he looks like a like a lion that just ate a, a a gazebo. What is it? A gazelle. Not a gazebo. If a lion ate a gazebo, that means there's a lion loose at like a Lowe's hardware. Who saw the college basketball game last night? Boy, what a, what a, what a testimony, uh, to, to, uh, to, uh, college athletics that was. You yeah. know, hit the books, guys. If that's the best you can do with 800 million people watching, get to the library. It's one of the worst games I ever saw in my life. The idea, at least when I watch basketball, the idea is that the ball goes into the hole. You put it into the basket. They were kind of swatting it around last night off of each other's uh, kneecaps. I don't know. Not for me. I like when uh, the grown-ups play it. I don't want to watch children uh, do the basketball or children do uh, movies or, or things like that. I like when adults do things. Who's good here, Mike? Best show. Uh, hi, Tom. It's uh, Stephen in Vancouver. Stephen in Vancouver. What's going on, Stephen?
10: Uh, well, I was wondering. It's uh, National Poetry Month in Canada and the U.S. Mm-hmm. in April. And... Uh, I don't know anything about poetry, but I've been trying to read at least uh, one poem every day, and the plan is to do that for the next month. And I was wondering if you have any, uh, poets or poems. Uh, yes. Classical or do contemporary. I? Of that you course can I recommend.
0: do. Yes. I recommend the poetry of, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, for starters. <laughs> he does, his, his poems are very, uh, very moving, very playful. They really just show a love for the language. Mm-hmm. Like Hickory Dickory Dock is a fun one. Um Old Mother Hubbard. Um uh, mm-hmm. Jack and Jill went up the hill. They're all just they're they're very a little more playful than what some people want from from poetry. Mm-hmm. Just a it it's kind of like a mischievous touch, right? Just a a a, a mischievous em, em, embracing of the uh, English language.
10: Uh okay. Uh uh thanks very much.
0: Great. That's it? And you're from where? Uh, I'm
10: in Vancouver.
0: You're from Vancouver? You've got poets, uh Canadian poets.
10: Oh yeah, sure. And, uh, I can think of a few. Right? I was just wondering if you had any uh particular favorites. You know, nothing doesn't have to be heavy necessarily. Um doesn't have to be long. Um just trying to get in one or two every day.
0: What about Rod McEwen?
10: I uh, don't know his work. Check
0: it out. Rod okay, Stewart also. is another great poet. He wrote Sorry, a poem called Young Turks, which you should check out. Uh, and then there's a great poem he did called Young Turks. It ends with, and then Julie gave birth to a 10-pound baby boy, oi, oi, or something like that. Oh, because that's when he told stories in his songs. Mm hmm. What about Leonard Cohen? He's a Canadian poet. That's true. Right? Mm hmm. You like him? Uh,
10: actually, I don't really know his. Ugh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You don't know his stuff.
10: Yeah. Why not? Uh, well, like I said, I just, uh, I've never got around to. Learning anything about poetry, so.
0: Well, but you uh, like rock and roll music, right?
10: Uh, yeah, sure.
0: Well, he's the perfect combination of rock and roll music and poetry. Mm hmm. Check out something called Bird on a Wire by Leonard Cohen. Like, uh, Bird on a Wire. Like a drunk in some midnight choir, I have tried in my way to be free. The master! Cohen 1, Dylan 2, Dolan's 3. No, here's the list. <laughs> Cohen 1, Dolan's 2, Dylan 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mickey Dolan's lyrics floating down the river with the saturated liver, and I knew it couldn't get. That song, uh, that song he did called, uh, Going Down, he wrote the words to that. Um, yeah. Check it out, bro. Get off my phone. Respect. With all due respect, get off my phone. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Evan in Vancouver. Evan in Vancouver. What's up?
7: Uh, not too much. I kind of feel like a bit of a fool phoning in on the just listen night. But uh, I'm trying to exercise uh, my investigative skill sets just to not rely on my phone or Google so much to, to figure things out. But um, I had a question for you. Yes. Um, so I was watching at work today. I'm still at work. I was watching the documentary Danny Says about Danny Fields yes and I was curious I heard what I thought was a familiar voice a best show associate and I want to inquire if that is somebody if somebody was involved with that that you may know
0: you mean Terry T
7: that's right I heard Terry T's voice yes it is
0: confirmed thank you sir confirmed lock it down confirmed wonderful great alright bro so far so good so far so great are, right you are you gonna hang up or are you gonna keep going uh are you gonna hang up? I'm not going to I want to see you're you're playing with house money now you gonna keep going?
7: oh gosh well, I haven't been listening so um well, I like that would you have you see obviously maybe watched the documentary?
0: I have not seen it no. I think it's, I watched part of it and then I, I, uh, I, I was watching, I watched one documentary in a day and then, and then I was started watching that as the second one and then I, I couldn't watch two and I wish I watched that one first. Cause it was Mr. better Mike. than the one I saw, which was the Stooges documentary, which right. I like to call Iggy Pop in his laundry room.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> sure, oh, yeah, I'm making the movie itself. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, making a thing just
2: talking about the Stooges, and, you know, back then we were just doing all these, yeah, you know, uh, what's a book? What? Like when he plays that dumb version of Iggy Pop, like... What? I don't know what this is. What's a book? You know, we were just doing stupid music, you know, it's like... I don't know. I love Iggy
0: Pop that movie it, it's a bummer that movie it, was a bummer to me
7: <laughs> it feels like they all have agreed or made a pact on being able to embellish the amount of carelessness and drugs and all these things that they take and consume and that everybody was invincible because of how important they were it it's a strange thing to reflect on
0: yeah i don't know if they're ba- i don't know if anybody's uh if anybody's embellishing how many drugs they did back then i'm going to say <laughs> they are telling the truth about that.
3: Yeah, the people that could
7: claim to have seen somebody who potentially passed early. I, I, I don't know, there's some sleaziness in it that I just don't quite latch on to. I get being involved or something, but uh, there's there's always an element of, like, I don't understand how people could be so careless in But they do. People
0: are dumb. People are dumb. A lot of dummies out there. And even people people who do great things can be dumb, too. I guess. Geniuses. Subcategory, do
7: dumb things.
0: I like that idea. Smart (laughs) people who do dumb things. Yes, sir. Thanks, bro. couple things i want to tell you about uh before i forget my friend uh matthew matthew Callan, he's an author i'm
2: going to pull this link up now hold on
0: he has a book that he's uh he is he is uh he's taking pre-orders on over at uh Inkshares.com. It's a book called yells for ourselves. And this is a book about the New York Mets in the 99 and 2000 seasons. I'm going to say this watching baseball, super boring to me. The people who play baseball, super interesting to me. I love stories about baseball. I love stories about wrestling. I love stories about Frank Zappa. I don't want to hear or watch any of them but i like the stories behind the scenes and matthew is working on this book yells for ourselves which uh documents the mets in uh 99 and 2000 as the uh, as the scene changed and the mets kind of took over so what you do is you go to inkshares.com and search uh Matthew Callen, Callan, C A L L A N and read about the book, and there's some of the book is up there and it's uh it's really great, the the, the part that I read about Bobby Valentine. Look, Bobby Valentine, that's a, a maniac. I love it. Remember when he sat in the dugout in a disguise, Mike? It's one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. He got thrown out of a game and then next thing you look on the bench in the dugout. There's a guy with a mustache. He put on a disguise and sat back down. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And that's the kind of stuff that, uh, that's the period he's writing about. So check out Yells for Ourselves and pre-order it. He's a, ta- a talented writer and, uh, show some support. Best show. Hi, this is uh, Aaron from Chicago. Hi, Tom. Aaron from Chicago. Aaron or Aaron?
4: Aaron, double A. Double A. What's up, Aaron? Not much. Um, first time calling in. Welcome. Thank Are you. you. Nervous? Are you nervous? You can admit it. Are you um, Actually, I nervous? guess uh first thing I'd like to say is okay. I owe it to my twin sisters in laws Sister-in-laws for turning me on to the best show about five years ago. So Heidi and Greer, who've been listening forever, introduced me to it. So just wanted to send them a shout out.
0: Of course, why not start your first call off with some weird, uh, <laughs> some weird detour right off the bat? That sounds like a great, great opening gambit. <laughs> you're not, uh, you're not accepting an award, uh, dude. You're. You're calling the show. So what's going on? Now, let's move on from that. What's up? All
4: right, let's move on. Yeah. Well, what I was calling in for was, um, I've heard there's a couple of artists that you've talked about over the years that were artists that I loved, especially when I was younger, and then listening to you kind of critique them enough, I've I've sort of had to... uh, Give them up, kind of like Andy Kindler and The Doors.
0: You gave up Andy Kindler? Look. Well, no. <laughs> I know he's lost a few steps. Anybody who's a fan of comedy would be the first to say, Kindler's definitely, uh, on the decline. He'd be the first to tell you. He's, that he's basically doesn't have his fastball anymore. And, uh, he gets by with, uh, tr- oh, oh, you mean that, oh, god, I'm so, so, oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, no, that, that came out all the. that was oh no oh andy kindler oh no yeah oh no he he hasn't lost a few stays he's he's funnier than ever andy kindler he's funnier than ever agreed so the way that i made fun of the doors and then suddenly now you don't like the doors so much anymore
4: so the doors were were not actually a victim of this i would say for me it was um like I'd, i i i had already outgrown the doors so that wasn't that wasn't a casualty but i would say um
0: wait so you're supposed to outgrow the doors at a point
4: i don't know if you're supposed to but i had i i really liked them in 7th grade and then mm-hmm. by my college years i think i well, had that's even that's
0: like even meaner them. than what i did to people who liked the doors you're just saying <laughs> because I, I was, I disabused some adults about liking the doors, and then now you're, you're saying they shouldn't have even liked them if they were adults.
4: <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I, I, that was just my, you know, what, that's when I fell out, fell out with All the right, doors. Fair enough.
0: So what's up? Yeah, what the, you, I'll uh, tell you
4: the ones that. Yeah, please. For, for me, who it was did Frank I, who Zappa. did I bum you out on? Frank Zappa. Yeah, okay. And the, I don't know if the band counts, I can't quite tell, I haven't heard you rail on the band too much, but the band is another possible one.
0: Look, I'll say this about the band, I wish I liked the band, I tried, I listened to those records, they don't work for me, they just don't work for me, not everything works for everybody. Yeah. Uh, And Tom Witts. And Tom Tom Witts. Witts, okay, well he sucks, everybody knows he sucks. Yeah. Right? I mean, what did you like about him? Say? What did you like? Tom Waits is like a guy who uh, pretends to run a junkyard, is like what Tom Waits would be.
4: Yeah, I I think the first record I heard of his was Rain Dogs. Yeah. And uh, I think I actually first got exposed to it by watching Down by Law. So mm-hmm. I was, I think I was so impressed by that movie and the opening sequence that I... Got into it. Now that the guy
0: way. who directed Down by Law also directed that movie uh, Iggy Pop in the Laundry yeah. Room, right? Yes. That's so, Iggy Pop's Washer and Dryer.
4: <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen that yet, but yeah, it sounds great. Sounds like a real winner, huh? Yeah. So, so the artist I'm, I now want to ask you about. So. Yeah, go ahead. Is cool. someone I also really like, and I haven't—I don't think I've ever heard you offer an opinion up on him. So I was curious okay. to see. All right, go ahead. And I think—I think my.
0: Oh, what is it? What are you? Uh, You're—what are you uh, filibustering? <laughs> are you trying to run the clock out? <laughs> You're doing a speech to your twin sister-in-laws, and then you're doing another thing. You're doing this pre before you give the- I just, before I say who this is, I just wanna say, I just wanna say, it's all. Oh. Now who, who is uh, it? Just say it.
10: Just say Elliot it. Elliot Smith.
0: Who? Elliot Smith. He's fine. He's not my favorite, but he's fine. I like, I like the Elliot Smith I- I know. I like that stuff. I don't go put it on. He never was my favorite, but I I like it. Good. Yeah. There you go. I like it. What's your favorite Elliott Smith song? How about them apples? That one.
4: <laughs> is that actually a song, or is that just the Goodwill Hunting line?
0: Wait, that's not a, one of his songs. How about them apples?
4: I don't think so. All right. Well, look.
0: More power to you, bro. Have a grand evening. Oh boy. Boy oh boy oh boy. Boy oh boy oh boy. Mike? You get these people on point a little more. Yeah, exactly. Tell them not to take the scenic route. Or route. Best show. Hello. Hi. This
10: is Brent in Los Angeles.
0: Brent in Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles are you, Brent?
10: I live in Hollywood proper, like uh, Mm. near the Chinese Theater and the In-N-Out Burger and and such. Fancy. Very fancy. (laughs) To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Brent? Well, Tom, there's this movie you turned me on to. That uh I've thought about more than I thought I would and I definitely wouldn't know if you didn't turn me on to it. Wanted to
0: say thanks. And what is it? American Harmony. One of the best movies ever. American
10: Harmony about I
0: encourage Oh Okay. No, go ahead. You no go ahead. You encourage Oh yeah, I was just
10: going to encourage any other listeners who haven't given it a shot to definitely check out American Harmony.
0: Yeah. It's a
10: movie about
0: uh, barbershop quartets and the competition that they uh, uh, they uh, take place in to be the uh, to win the uh, the Sebsqua, uh, championship. Of course, of course. The With society Max of the advancement of barbershop quartets. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a great, a uh, great, great movie. The band, the the group Max Q are amazing with uh tony oxley what if i start a barbershop quartet jeff oxley first of all come on show yeah back. right 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 right
10: what <laughs> if i started
0: a barbershop? Ba, 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 ba. what would i be in a barbershop quartet you know they call him mr touchdown you know they call him mr Keen. <laughs> what would i be what is there a vocal teacher out there that can tell me what i would what role I would play in a barbershop quartet?
10: I guess if you went with one of the teachers or coaches in the movie, they'd probably give you the role of, like, the guy who wears a ton of costumes. What? Or, uh,
0: so I'm the clown.
10: Yeah.
0: I'm a buffona. <laughs> well, uh, You're saying right, I'm a buffona. Like the, I'm just a mere buffona. Or you could be the guy who like, bullies all the other Oh, teams. I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all, uh, Brent. You're making no, me sound no, like a buffoon. You, know, you, you could sing tenor. You can sing. Ba, 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 ba. Up in the bandstand, when in the grandstand, right? You know they call oh, yeah. him Mr. Touchdown. You know they call <laughs> him Mr. Keen. And I could do those songs, like, uh, what's one of those barbershop quartet songs that they all do? Like, uh,
11: Baby with my baby back home.
0: Yeah, a lot of public domain, I guess. Yeah, a lot of public domain. No, Like that, that whistle thing they have. Pitch pipe. <laughs> oh, Town Races sing this song. Do da, do da. Campdown Races sing this song all oh, the do da day. I could do that. Yeah. I'm starting a barbershop quartet. That's it. Mike. Hey talking to you. Oh no. I did
2: it again. He's gonna get me now.
0: <coughs> so I'm sorry, Mike. He's giving me the look. And two guys showed up.
2: They're standing behind him. And they're wearing shirts that say Bayonne on them.
0: And they're spelled two different ways. And neither of them are right. That's the scary thing. They both spelled Bayonne wrong on their shirts in two different ways. Neither One guy doesn't, his doesn't have a Y in it. And one guy where it's supposed to say B-A-Y, it says the word W-H-Y. Weird. So, and Mike, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Barbershop quartet. What if we start one? You know they call me Mr. Touchdown. You know they call me Mr. Keen. I could do that. We've already got your other guys. Yeah. Me, Dudio, Mike, and Pat. What if we did it? What if we went for it?
4: Take it on the road.
0: Someone just said bass is Dudio. (laughs) What's that? What's the competition called again? It's Sebsqua. Sepsisqua, of course. Yeah, of course. Good question here on Twitter. Why is the Camp Town Race track five miles long? (laughs) Sounds like a trick. Right? Oh yeah. Bet my money on a bobtail nag. Oh, da-do-da-day. It's probably a super racist song. I don't even know it. Probably just said like six racist things on the air. Singing Camp Town Races. (laughs) Camp Town Racist. Oh, the Camp Town racists sing this song. Do da, do da. The Great American Songbook. That's not what that is. That would be like, a Great American Songbook is like, uh, like, it's quarter to three. There's no one in the place. It's just you and me. Hey, set him up, Joe. Oh, those songs suck. Yeah, all those Bob Dylan
10: records he's putting
0: out. Yeah, can you imagine? Thank thank you for bringing this up, Brent. This is what Bob Dylan does now. He does these songs where he sings, he does these albums where he sings these standards. It's like, it's the most perverse thing ever. His voice has never been worse. But he doesn't, and, and now is when he decided to stop doing the one thing of value that he can do, write songs. So he's like, I'm just gonna sing these
2: songs now.
0: I'm not gonna write any more songs.
2: I'm just gonna sing them. I'm just gonna sing songs. It's just my voice, no original lyrics by me anymore. I'm just gonna sing them, not write them, just sing them. And here's something from a
10: from a Frank Sinatra album. Oh. I guess there's just so little going on in the world for him to comment on. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no, nothing that we could, anybody could want a song from him about. Right? <laughs> yeah. Last time he did write songs, he wrote a song about the Titanic. This guy's weird. He's, last original song he wrote was about the Titanic sinking. Somebody should tell you, I I can't wait what happens when he finds out about the Lusitania. What's it going to do then? His head's going to explode. Right? <laughs> Where he finds about okay. Archduke Ferdinand? What's What's <laughs> Dylan going to do then, young man? You started off weak. You ended so strong. I tip my cap to you. Have a grand evening. Best show. Oh hi there. Oh hi. Oh hi there. Oh. What's up with the uh, everybody having their thing on tonight? Is that on our end? <laughs> it stopped, it stopped. Wait, hold on, no, hold on one second, Junior. What's that? Yeah, I think you might have to, because everybody seems to have their their uh their computers
8: up. I've I've got it off now. Okay, well, what's up, bro? Hi. Piles of laundry, that's what's up. Sorry, what's that now? Piles of laundry.
0: That's oh you up. almost got hung up on. You don't know how close you came to getting hung up on with that with that humdinger. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your name? I'm Walter. Walter? Yeah. Where are you calling from, Walter?
8: Suburban Philadelphia.
0: Suburban Philadelphia. Otherwise known as Cherry Hill.
8: Now I'll go inside. Okay. It's it's in the uh Pennsylvania side. Alright, what's up? Walter? Uh I uh I'm a pretty new listener to the show and I've been enjoying it immensely.
0: Well Walter, let me welcome you to the to the best show. Thank you for checking us out and and giving us a shot. We really, hey, really no, appreciate
8: th- th- it. Thank you for doing what you do.
0: Oh, uh, well, thank you for doing what you do. <laughs> give, give a new uh, show a, ch- a fighting chance yeah. to find a place in your heart.
8: There's a, there's a, there's a spot for you.
0: Well, thank you.
8: But uh, I've, I've also been uh, partaking in the uh, best show 24-7.
0: Oh, the, that's the best show, uh, the radio. We That's have right. set up that is the, the 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 nonstop best show, best show twenty four seven. You go to thebestshow.net dot net slash two four seven, and you can listen to uh, to all sorts of things throughout the entire history of the best show.
8: And I uh, I heard uh, you were uh, talking with Kurt Vile about your uh, trip to Nashville. I guess it was last year, maybe. Yeah, you had a great time. I did Fun, Neil Young. I did. You had uh friends there? I did. And uh What about trial? You no oh, no no but but there was there's one uh one I don't know, I think one sticking point, one oh. thing that kind of uh All right. you didn't like point? about the trip.
0: What what is it? The lack of seltzer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sticking
8: yeah. point. But uh I was uh later that evening I was listening to the uh Silver Jews record Bright Flight and they've got a song called Tennessee there on that record. Are you, do you know the song? Who is it? The Silver Jews.
0: The Silver Jews, yes.
8: But he's got that song uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and he's uh, trying to get a woman to come to Tennessee. And one of the uh, one of the things he's saying is, uh, uh, "We're going to the land of club soda unbridled," and I just don't understand how that whether 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 they've got plenty of club soda there or
0: well have you been there have you been there
8: i have not i have not then why do you
0: get off telling me that i'm wrong on? That? i'm
8: not i'm not. I'm, I'm just. I'm just i'm just uh i, I don't know you're how, gonna
0: trust it now, i'm telling you as somebody who was there but you're saying like well i just want to let you know on the silver jews right
2: well here. no no I, i'm, I'm not I, I'm,
8: I just i just wanted to i just wanted to i don't know if i don't know my understanding okay. is he's trying to get her to leave kentucky and if they're if there's even less fizzy water. Well look, maybe, up in yeah, maybe
0: there's even less in, maybe compared to Kentucky, Tennessee is just overflowing with seltzer water.
8: Well yeah, I don't, I, but, uh.
0: You know what happens every, every other time you order seltzer in Tennessee? You bring yeah. out a sprite. Yeah, yeah. They bring you sprite.
8: I don't, I, I don't like the sugar water. I don't like it. Not I don't good. like, uh, even these, uh,
0: only these, diet Dr Pepper. It's The only one that, that that I I will allow.
8: What do you What do you think of those uh, these uh, these like stevia sweetened things?
0: I mean, yeah, it's it, no, it's. It, I get nauseous with a lot yeah, of sweetened yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to tell this bro. You listen to me here. There's a bar in Nashville called Duke's.
10: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: And what's on the, They have a drink on the on their uh, on their menu named after me on their drink menu. Uh. What do you call it, Mike? Drink menu? You're a barkeep. What's the fanciest drink you've made, Mike? A bloody menu? Well, really? Cause Mike said you're in like no-nonsense places. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a drink uh, on their drink menu called, named after me, and what is it? Seltzer. It's just Seltzer water. <laughs> It might be one of, it's something I'm more proud of than just about anything else. Well,
8: I'm hoping to visit in the fall, so. Well,
0: you have a great night, bro,
8: and have thank fun you.
0: this fall, you know. And thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate you giving a guy a shot. Oh uh, no, I signed up the on so Patreon many, today, too. Oh, that, really? That's so nice of you. I appreciate it. There's so many options out there. Thank you, thank you. Have a All great right. night. So many shows, so many of these podcasts, Mike. So many of them, right? It's Richard Simmons podcast. I listened to all the episodes of it. It's Richard Simmons. It's missing or what is it? Missing Richard Simmons. Man, that that thing gave me the creeps. It's, uh. This podcast done by this guy who's like uh saying, Hey, uh can't find Richard Simmons. I was friends with him. And he's got he's got a voice like that that very maybe I started talking in that style of radio. So that's a way to do it. That's fun. Okay. So I couldn't find Richard. I was friends with him. It really sucked. I couldn't find him. We were friends. I liked him a lot. He's a nice guy. So I set out to find him, and I'll just start talking that clipped. What if I just start doing the show? If I did an entire episode talking like that, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Hi, it's Tom Sharpling. Welcome to The Best Show. So tonight, if AP Mike screening calls, as always, thank you, Mike. Bruce here, Jason Kaur, Dudia, he's here, and Pat Byrne. It's a good show. It'll be fun. So, college basketball. The NCAA, NCAA finals were yesterday for the men's college basketball. And the University of North Carolina went on and won their sixth championship, third for coach Roy Baker Thomas a game many are saying was poorly played so many different ways Gonzaga just couldn't make shots down the stretch couldn't make them so what else is going on Patreon I'll tell you about Patreon Patreon is a way to support a show it, uh, the best show's up there. Patreon.com slash the best show. It's a way to support the show. We've got prizes at all different levels. Different pledging incentives. You can pledge, support the show, keep the show on. It's a good thing. Pat? Hey, Pat? What do you think of that? Yeah. You, Pat likes it! Oh no. So, Richard Simmons, because this Richard Simmons, this guy—he we met Richard Simmons because he wanted to do. This is a deal. Richard Simmons. He's this fitness guy who, and this is one of the things we got to talk about with this Richard Simmons thing. He was a fitness guy, made a ton of money, but he was like a maniac who. There's not. He's very entertaining, but it's like, it's not like he was like talented in a conventional way. He was a maniac who was a lot of fun on shows, but he, he couldn't sing really. He would sing and it would be hilariously energetic. And he was fun. Like I always liked him. I thought he was funny on all the things he did, but it's like he was there for fitness. That was his skill set, not show business. In in a, it's not like he was a great actor. Is all I'm saying, and in terms of, but show business was completely his forte because he was great at it and great on talk shows. But he was not. It's not like why is he still not doing the thing? He made people do jumping jacks, is what he did. So then he splits. He vanishes after a couple of years. He vanishes. And this guy who did this thing, he was, he was like, uh, Richard Simmons, uh, I wanted to do a documentary with him. And, uh, then he's gone. He quit and he didn't tell anybody where he was going. He just went away and, uh, he's not returning anybody's calls. And he realized it's like, yeah, he's not returning the calls of these people who all had like some angle with him. Like, like, why can't I get, I met Richard, he was a good guy and, uh, but I wanted to do this documentary with him with, 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 that I would make money off of. Now I can't get a hold of him. So my only plan of recourse is to do a money making podcast, uh, about how I can't get a hold of him. Yeah. No wonder he's gone. Surrounded by vultures. And then at the end of it, I'm going to ruin this thing. He doesn't get a hold of him Because he's gone. He's split. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. You don't think I know what that's like? Oh man, when I'm telling you this. When I'm gone, I am gone. Gone. I'm not gone now. I'm not going to be gone for a long time. But when I'm out... You're not going to know what happened to me. You got that, Mike yeah. So this is Richard Simmons. he's 68 years old. He's tired. He's been running around making everybody comforting everybody and helping people lose weight and people are crying and they're sad and he's helping them with health stuff. It's a imagine the burden this guy's been carrying. He's finally like, I'm 68. I'm so tired. I can't keep doing it. So he had to close the door on people. And then this guy's like, he plays a clip of Richard Simmons uh, calling into the today show. Cause he's still not like gone, gone. He'll like check in every once in a while to like, so he's like saying, he plays this clip of Richard Simmons calling the today show saying, hi, Savannah Guthrie. I'm, I'm fine and I'm here. But, like, he sounds a little old or tired or whatever. He's just not, he's not screaming like he would on shows. And then he plays this clip of him from, like, eight years earlier testifying in front of Congress about, like, childhood obesity or something. He's just like, and he's like, I am not going to give in. Like, I'm going to fight this till my last, like, till, like, with, whatever he says, like to to the day I die. And then he's like, so Richard Simmons said he's going to fight this till the day he dies. Well, does that sound like the same guy? I don't know. Doesn't sound like it to me. Does that sound like the same guy? Is that a guy who said he would fight till the day? It's a turn. It's a turn of phrase. He's 68. He's tired. Cut him some slack. All these podcasts, man. So many of them. Right? So many, Mike. So many podcasts. I don't know what to do anymore. All these podcasts. It's a sick world. But you gotta love it. You gotta love podcasts. You gotta love it, Mike. You just have to love podcasts because it's a world filled with podcasts. Now, Mike, I'm going to tell you about some of these podcasts. Everybody is funny And everybody's a star Everyone has a podcast. It doesn't matter who you are. There are podcasts in every city, in every house, and on every street. And if you don't have a favorite podcast, your life will never be complete. You should check out Kevin Pollock if you want to get some laughs. He's another stand-up comic who started talking to pals for cash. He might do his William Shatner, or maybe give you some Peter Falk. But when he does his Christopher Walken, well that's the very best one of all. You can see everyone buying mics so they can start a podcast Hoping to get a review in next week's Podmas Comedians sitting around making jokes with their friends Celebrities who see a chance to steal a piece of a trend Good old Chris Hardwick likes talking to the stars And his co-host Jonah Radio He used to steal drinks from bars If you sit down with Mark Marin, He's gonna ask you about your guys And if you can't find Richard Simmons There's a podcast prying into his life If you covered them with tartar sauce, well, the doughboys would still have style. And if you stamped on Jimmy Pardo, he would still turn round and smile. But please don't tread on Sweet Pete Holmes, because he's such a dear. He's trying to find the deeper truth, but he always has to make it weird. You can see everyone buying mics so they can start a podcast Hoping to get a review in next week's Podmas Comedians sitting around making jokes with their friends Celebrities who see a chance to steal a piece of a trend Everybody is interesting, and everybody's a star, and everyone has a podcast, it doesn't matter who you are. So check out Hollywood Handbook, or take a listen to Two Dope Queens, there are so many amazing podcasts, it's just like living inside a dream. I wish my life was a non-stop podcast I could listen to A fantasy world that's where space would bring to you Because podcast heroes never feel any pain And podcast heroes never really die You can see everyone buying mics so they can start a podcast Hoping to get a review in next week's Podmas Comedians sitting around making jokes with their friends Celebrities who see a chance to steal a piece of a trend Adam Corolla, La 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 la
1: la Adam la
0: La 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 Because podcast heroes never feel any pain And podcast heroes never really die I wish my life was a non-stop podcast I could listen to A fantasy world that where space would bring to you Because podcast heroes never feel any pain And podcast heroes never really die remember that Mike podcast podcasts my friends best show hey this is Nico from Seattle hi Nico how
12: are you I'm doing great great show thanks bro <laughs> um, so you were saying before about how apparently Bob Dylan has Nothing to write about anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, that made me think of the complete opposite, who is uh, Neil Young,
0: mm-hmm. who's, yeah,
12: who's you know seventy plus years old, and I don't know. Have you heard his newest record, uh, Peace Trail? I did hear it. Well, I think it's a great record, and he has that. He has a song on there about an Amazon
13: Echo.
0: Yeah, the last song um, is so weird on it. It's
12: weird. Why wouldn't you just mention the song I sang? <laughs> um, you know what it was, Tom? I'm so sorry. I, I got on the air with you, and I just, I got so nervous, and I'm like, just go straight into your call. It's Just go straight into your topic. <laughs>
0: you know what? That's perfectly fine. But the song was amazing. Well, thank you. It's yeah. Sweet you to say. So, 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 yeah, that Neil Young record is great. And it's not even yeah. perfect. It's interesting, and it's weird, and uh, it's all you can ask for from uh, from somebody.
12: Right. Like, he's writing songs about the Amazon Echo. The He's got this distorted harmonica sound on it that's just insane. And I feel like he's, you know, 70-plus years old, and he's doing things that are weirder and more adventurous than most young artists. Yeah.
0: I hear you. And that's one of the glories of being a weird old person. You could do whatever you want.
12: So, you know, in case Bob Dylan's listening, which, yeah, uh, you know, I know he's a he big is. listener. <laughs> uh, take a page set in Neil Young's book.
0: Yeah. You hear that, Neil? You taught Bob Dylan how to do it. Well, because Neil listens and Bob listens. Neil, this guy likes you. I mean, Neil listens on a Pono, so it sounds a little better. <laughs> so he's got a, you know. There's days where when he's not paying attention, he sticks a Toblerone up to his ear. And he's like, and then he's like, "I'm listening to uh, some. Uh, these are some old ways outtakes. Like, <laughs> Neil, you got a, uh, it's a Toblerone jammed up to your head. It's not even a classic Toblerone. The same color as one of the ponos." You've got one of the weird hazelnut ones up to you. You should at least be able to tell the colors are different.
12: (laughs) Well, I love the show. I just wanted to...
0: Best show. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige from Los Angeles. What's up, Paige? Um... Uh, the other day,
9: I was listening to some music, and about a few songs in. To the record I was listening, I realized I'd been listening on 45 instead of 33 and a half. And I was listening to Per Ubu's The Modern Dance, and I was like, I realized this sounds like Melt Banana when it's played on 45. I experienced that with a few other artists, and I was wondering if you've ever played music too fast or too slow, purposely or accidentally, and it just sounds like a different guy or like now, really cool or that something. That is a
0: great topic. I know I have, but I can't remember anything right now. Um you, Paige, just put something I'm gonna think, give some think on here. I'm gonna write this down. 33 and 3rd, 45 wrong speed. That's a great, that's a great, uh, line of discussion, Paige. Thanks. But I'm not ready to discuss it.
9: <laughs> okay, that's fine.
0: So, what's going on in Los Angeles tonight?
9: Um, hanging out with my cat that I named Rollins Band after a uh, Best Show bit. Oh, he likes sucks. the Best Show, and I spent all my money on concert tickets today.
0: What concert?
9: Um, I got ticket. I got like two. I got Guided by Voices tickets and the Avalanche's. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. you're summer. You're There's summer. A lot of good-
0: you're set for yeah, the summer. Yeah, i
9: on April. There's two more good shows in April that I spent all my money on a few weeks ago. There's Pixies and The Zombies are mm. also playing here.
0: It's like one a week for the next four weeks. You've got your entertainment schedule lined up, and I've got mine lined up because yes. Sweet Spirit comes through next week when I'm looking forward to one of my favorite bands. Do you ever hear me play that band, The Giant Dog? Mm.
9: Yes, a lot. And I play I them, play them on my radio show sometimes.
0: Do you have a radio show, too? What? Yeah,
9: but I make sure it's not on Tuesday when I submit my <laughs> schedule That's, request. Well,
0: that page, what is the name of your show? And where I'm can we stuck? hear it? Uh,
9: you can hear it on KXSC.org. Uh, it's USC's student radio station. I play a different year every week, uh, all types of music. The the name of my show is like a Slaughterhouse 5 reference, Unstuck. Um, Ah, Monday nights from 6 to 8.
0: The Master. The Master. Thanks. (laughs) Manigault. Oh, I thought you were
9: complimenting me, but obviously, Vonnegut. my bad. (laughs) Wait, no. (laughs) like I am a master. (laughs) Wait,
0: who wrote that? There's Kurt Manigault? Who is that? Vonnegut. Vonnegut. Vonnegut? Not Man. Oh, no. Omarosa's last name is Manigault. Kurt. I'm not. (laughs) Manigault. Vonnegut. Yes, The master who told the story, everybody knows that great book. He wrote about the car dealership with the guy from outer space. What was that called again? Car, that was, it, uh, was that the Ice Nine
9: one? Was that Cap Cradle with the car dealership?
0: Breakfast of Champions.
9: Oh, Breakfast of Champions. I don't think I read that one. I, I only, saw the, I only saw the
0: movie. I only saw the movie. And I found out after the movie uh, that it was a book before that. And uh when I couldn't find a copy with Bruce Willis's picture on the cover of the book, because I only buy the <laughs> books, I only buy books when they say now a major motion picture, and they change the cover to have movie stars on on them. Right, cause that's how you know the book. Because I, pi- I can't picture who's in the thing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'm like reading the thing. I'm like, what's this person look like? And then if I know it's supposed to be Bruce Willis, now I'm like, ah, okay, here we go. What if in the book they describe
9: the person as looking like not the person who acted them?
0: Well, that would then I don't know what to do. <laughs> Just put down the book, right? I I would probably have to put the. I've never been in that situation. I would probably have to put the book down.
9: Um. You know, I think I could probably, I know, I know you're not a cat person at all, and you, you did a dog Sember thing you tried to get dogs to bark, but I look, could probably get gonna, my cat to meow for we'll you. We'll do a cat, we're want.
0: gonna do a cat show to, to do the, uh, the cat equivalent of dog Samber, cause the cat people demand it. And look, I also, <laughs> right, you're right, it. somebody on Twitter just said, you named your cat Rollinsman, I don't want to overlook that. That's amazing.
9: yeah his name is rollins band he's pretty cool it's actually like in his microchip his name is rollins band even
0: wait this is like this isn't like a uh tamagotchi this is an actual real cat no
9: no he's real i sent you a picture of him once i called in like august or september and mentioned it briefly he was dealing with ringworm at the time his ringworm has since cleared that's right uh he asked for a picture of him and he told me he looks like studio has ringworm
0: right now Someone on uh, our audio has is dealing with ringworm. Also,
9: is he because is he still flipping cats?
0: Yes, he got it from one of the cats. Because somebody was just like he shook the cat to show <laughs> that it was like a real cat. Because somebody because he did get caught selling stuffed animals outside because people him off as cat. well because people are going through the Holland tunnel so quickly they don't get a chance to like figure out he'll just be like. Cats? What do you want, cats? And then he sells it, <laughs> and then they get through. Then they like go through the toll plaza, and then they're already going through the tunnel, They realize it's a stuffed animal, and by the time they turn around and get there, he's long gone. And yeah, He's out of there. Yeah.
9: So he had a real one, and that one gave him ringworm. Gave him ringworm. it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Shook the cat, and a ringworm Help. jumped out of the cat's mouth into his mouth. Teach him
9: to shake
0: cats, right? Studio. Yeah. He's not here, is he? Oh, he is okay. Not commenting. Or about you getting ringworm. He didn't have it for that long. He still got it. He's, he's he's trying to sound.
9: Yeah, so so it's hard to get rid of. It sticks around for a bit.
0: Yeah. Well, you, um. well Paige, I Dudiya you said you're telling me. So yeah. Thank you, Paige, and uh you have a grand evening. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. So it's a best show. Just fun calls here from I'm gonna take a call with that voice. Best show. welcome to the best show
14: <laughs> I wanted to talk about the um playing a record on a wrong, the wrong speed
0: okay go um, ahead I,
14: I played... what's that
0: what's that sound there what are you hanging out with a uh, granddaddy or something
14: huh? sorry do you hear something
0: I heard
14: a Oh, right? that's, I have
0: like a Bluetooth speaker. Okay. <laughs> um, so you might be hanging so... out with the grand, with the band Granddaddy, right? <laughs> Remember those guys? I'm not, I'm not familiar with them. Riding on the Crystal Lake. Remember that song it was like,
14: I find my way back home. I love your singing
0: boy. Oh well that's sweet of you to say so. I love
14: it when you sing. So I was so excited it. that I turned on the show oh, and then you sang that song and I was so like, nice. Oh, this is the best.
0: That's so nice of you to say. What is your name again?
14: <laughs> Amber.
0: Amber, so nice to talk to you, Amber. Where are you calling from?
14: Brooklyn.
0: From Brooklyn what part of Brooklyn? Williamsburg. Ah yes. You who's the mayor of Williamsburg? My son. Your son? <laughs>
14: Yeah. <laughs> he's a really cute baby that's on Instagram, so
0: okay. he's pretty famous. Your son is famous on Instagram? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this I have to see. Real, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. What's what your son's name? Actually,
14: he has more Facebook followers, but, you know, his Instagram is pretty, pretty hot, I'm too. I'm going
0: to, you're, you're not kidding me, though. You're telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. All right, I'm going to Instagram now. All right. What what is his uh, handle on Instagram? Stanley Stardust. Stanley Stardust. Yep.
14: As an homage to Ziggy Stardust.
2: Look, this is a cute kid. I gotta say, <laughs> he's a very
0: cute kid. But uh, he's got 112 followers. He's not. Yeah, a... I know
9: he
14: doesn't have that. many. he has 600 Facebook uh, fans.
0: Okay. how old is stanley
14: he's um almost 15 months
0: yeah he's a cute kid
14: yeah he um he's been through a lot in his first year i don't want to go all into it right now but he he had a liver transplant and now he's doing really great so (laughs) that's
0: awesome yeah (laughs) that is so great and he's he is doing well yes he's doing really well that's great. He really yeah. And I just uh you tell Stanley that Tom is following uh him now on Oh Instagram. yay. Tell Stanley he's gonna be that be very excited. He's up to three hundred fifty three followers. Woohoo yeah. So, um Well that's awesome so so he's the mayor. I was okay. You know what? He is the mayor. he's the mayor of of Williamsburg. How about that?
14: He's the mayor of maybe our street.
0: Of your street? How about? Okay.
14: We'll just say our
0: street. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So what, what? What's going on tonight, Amber?
14: Um, I just, you know, the um, previous caller had called about playing records on the wrong speed, and That's I actually right. did that a few months ago with um, Radiohead's Amnesiac.
0: Okay. And what song? It's,
14: it's a, a 45, um, but I put it on 33, and I didn't notice. Until halfway through sidewalk.
0: Well, oh, that is... That is...
14: I was like, this is a little more out there than I remember it being.
0: And then you're but like...
14: My wasn't completely sure.
0: Yeah. Halfway through. I'm going to say part of you... I'm, I can't... I have to say you were probably not just staring at your stereo as it played. You might have been doing other things at the same yeah, time.
14: Yeah, I, I was, yeah. but...
0: Well... I'm going to figure, we're going to figure a bunch of these out. I think this is a, a good, uh, this is a good uh, uh, arena for discussion. Yeah, it's fun. There's so a radio head at the wrong speed. We got, I think uh... it'd
14: be funny to see, like, how soon you can tell if you have the record on the wrong speed or not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, as a DJ, I can say as a DJ, when I, when I was, a, a more of a music DJ on WFMU, you'd play something and it'd be, suddenly you'd realize you had it at the wrong speed. You'd be like, Oh no! Mm. So, yeah. More of an issue then for me, but, uh, alright, uh, Amber, you have a great night and all okay, the best, all the best to your, your kid's cute and all the best to him. I hope, I hope all right, he, thank uh, you Nothing but, uh, upward. Yes. Okay. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, they're kind. Uh, the sweet spirits coming through. Can't wait. You there's your waste right get some lines on that face I'll see I'll see them. Maybe more than once, who knows. So it's special. Thanks for coming back. It's Tom Sharpling here. AP Mike told me a story about Bayonne, the city's from. It's in New Jersey, about twenty minutes outside of the Holland Tunnel. People who are famous from Bayonne: George R. R. Martin, the author of the Game of Thrones books. Don't bother him about the next book; he's working on it. Heard that one before, um. Doris Day, also from Bayonne. And the uh, guy from the Effernet commercial. Polygrip. Guy from the Polygrip commercial. Add to that list A.P. Mike. One of Bayonne's more colorful characters. Bartender. And man about town. You can often see him at the Quick Check, which is completely powered by solar energy. It's, uh, to my knowledge, the only green quick check in all of Bayonne. And I will say, for personal experience, make a great sandwich. But uh go easy on the salt. Oh, that voice! Those guys, they, they actually... Talk like that. Right, Mike? Best show. Hey, Colin, how's it going? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking?
15: You're speaking to Conrad from Waltham
0: Massachusetts. Carteret? What's your name? Conrad. Conrad. What's up, Conrad? Oh, not much. How are Wait, you do what? I know this Conrad?
15: I called in once.
0: Were you in bands, Conrad?
15: I was never in a band. Oh, oh I was in a joke band back in like uh, 2000, but you wouldn't have heard of me.
0: You were? What was it? Tell me what the joke was.
15: Uh, we were just a stupid death metal band and we're making fun of death metal.
0: Okay. What was the name of the band? Can you say it on there? It's probably a dirty name.
15: Uh, it's just, it's Inflamed Fetus.
0: Inflamed Fetus. There
2: you
15: go. Yes.
0: So what's going on, Conrad?
15: Oh, not much. Uh, uh, I kind of changed my mind about, about, about what my topic was, but uh, I'm kind of piggybacking onto the other caller uh, about talking about uh, records that don't play right.
0: Mm-hmm.
15: Like and, what? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, like what's a record that didn't play right? Uh, anything come to mind?
15: Uh, yeah, like I, was, like I was with a bunch of friends We were listening to like uh, ACDC's Back in Black. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's this, like, one part where the record kept on skipping over and over again, and it was, like, playing the same riff, and all you heard was rock and roll, rock and roll. And, uh, it just, uh, it took us, like, five minutes to figure out that the record was messed up.
0: That actually, because that actually, what ACDC album, it was Back in Black, you said?
15: I think so. I mean, I, I haven't listened to it in a long time, so I don't even know if I'm, like, quoting it right, but that's how I remember it. Let me just say this,
0: Conrad. Let me, look, first of all, that's interesting. Uh That actually sounds like a great loop. Um But I want to say this about ACDC. Maybe the biggest fall-off in all, uh, they this when their first lineup, they had this guy, Bon Scott, was the singer. This is one of the all-time great rock singers, right? Right. And then he dies. So then they keep going. Can't blame them. They're young guys at that point. They want to keep going. But they had maybe one of the best rock uh, front men ever. And then they go and they get this clown who wears like a newsboy. This guy is the the worst singer you've ever heard in your life. They go from the best singer to one of the worst. This guy, Brian Jonestown. And they get this guy. And it's like that's where the band Brian Jonestown Massacre got their name because he massacred all the ACDC songs
15: when he started singing. Them? The Rolling Stones guy, what's that? Thought the Rolling Stones guy died?
0: No, that's Brian Jones. Okay. they get this guy Brian Jonestown, and he starts singing these songs, and it's the worst. It's like they've got a guy who was the the worst singer you ever heard. He just ruined the whole thing. They became the worst. Because it was, well, like, no, 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 was like, no. bon, bon, it, bon, bon, Scott's got one bon Scott's got one of the most rocking voices, Um, and it's just like such a great, really just the greatest, and then they get this guy who goes, yeah, like with this screech in his voice, it's like, ugh, the worst, can't stand Brian Jonestown. It's just, what a fu- and that's when they become
15: huge, too. With
0: this, yeah, with this guy, can you imagine? First of all, magic for
15: about like one album or two.
13: What, what? What's that?
15: They fooled. They probably fooled enough people for like one album. Oh, they or two fooled two people least, for thirty
13: right? years. Rock
1: and roll Eight,
0: nine. All he did was make that voice that that uh, what's his face does, Uh the the goat man, goat. What's his name? Jim Brewer. All he did was pave the way for him to do a, a metal voice. And give him an an entry point.
1: Rock and roll ain't no solution.
0: But Bon Scott, that's that's the best to the worst. What a fall off! Imagine you go see a concert, the guys wearing a newsboy cap up there, right? Frontman's wearing a new. What, what, I think the late edition. You know what I mean? What's he selling the paper up there? Extra, extra, read all about it.
3: ACDC gets the worst singer you ever heard.
15: he, He, that's what that's what worked for him in 1976, and he kept on kept it going.
0: Yeah, he did keep it going. It's terrible. Like that song TNT, right? You know that song? Yeah. That voice, that's the best.
15: Do they even boil with
0: that? Well, you can't hear it.
15: No, I can't hear the. Are you playing the music right now?
0: I'm just starting to play This is for the audience, not for you. Okay. Listen to this guy's voice.
15: See me
1: right out of the sunset screen If you know what I mean
0: Like, that guy's got a great voice, right? Now listen to this other because. listen to this other buffoon when he sings.
1: Rock and roll. Just
16: to the rock, the
1: skin.
0: Oh, skin crawling! Now look, is there on uh, on on re-listening to it now? Is there much of a difference? Yeah, not that much. But it's still a world of difference within the range of these guys. I don't want to, basically, I don't want to see a guy in a, a shirtless, sh- a sleeveless shirt and a newsboy cap up there. Looks like, it looks like, uh, like I, like, what am I going to see, uh, see, uh the, 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 the movie Fist sing songs for me? It's like a union bust up? That's what it seems like. It seems like it's like a for a forties union bust up.
15: The front well, man. I don't know. If you go to see the ACDC, you're kind of asking for some uh, scally caps.
0: Was that what you call those hats?
15: Uh, well, that's what we call those in Boston.
0: Okay, well, Boston's weird. And you're upset. Yeah, Boston. Get off my phone. Can you imagine? ACDC, Brian, John, Jonestown, the worst news cap up there feel like he's he's trying to he's, I feel like you see a guy like that it's like uh supposed to throw a quarter down in front of him and then ta- take the paper from him yeah maybe play some bets right be like uh you see the guy at the see Brian Jonestown behind the newspaper stand. and I go up to him. And I say, "Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take uh, the uh, 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 Lucky Lady in the fifth, right? The trifecta. I'll take the 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 trifecta, Lucky Lady in the fifth. What what's Lucky Lady running today? Oh, eleven to four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here's here's uh here's five dollars. Put a saw buck on Lucky Lady in the 5th. Wait, no, that's the singer of ACDC. Yeah, thank you. Wes, Rob Wesley coming through again. He says he's the Andy Cap of rock. It is, right? And he is like Andy Cap, those dumb fries. You ever eat those dumb snacks that they sell? That snack, like that, what is it, like a bar fries or something? It's terrible. The worst snack to go with the worst singer. Best show. Oh, hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Josh calling from Cleveland. How's it going, Josh? We're pretty good tonight. Not too bad. Uh
3: Turfed it on my bike earlier, but aside from that, not too bad.
0: You turfed out on your bike?
3: Yeah, uh-huh. I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what happened. Uh, I
3: was <clears throat> being very foolish and um, leaving work. And there's an automatic gate in which you have to exit after a certain hour. And I tried to cut my friend off in his
5: car and almost hit the gate, and instead smashed the concrete with my knee and my mm-hmm. hand.
0: Yeah, that does not sound great. Wasn't smart. So you smashed the gate going 98, right? <laughs> exactly. Then he said, let those truckers roll. (laughs) It's from Convoy. Remember the song Convoy? I do not. You don't remember Convoy by C.W. McCall?
3: Uh, No, I think that might have been a little before my time.
0: Well, I guess that's true. Um, Okay. (laughs) Do you, uh, you like pizza? Do I like pizza? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's from before your time too. They didn't just <laughs> invent it, you started eating it, you were you were able to roll with pizza, showed up and you could hang with it somehow.
11: That's very true. Yeah.
0: So what's up? What to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um, well, I wanted
3: to uh run something by you and kind of get your thoughts. Let's hear it. I uh <clears throat> I was uh meeting up with some friends after work tonight and uh Ironically enough, uh, or coincidentally enough, you uh, record a podcast, since everybody has one. Um
0: That's what they're saying.
3: And, and they're all interest, all interesting. And, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh One friend who is uh, the sound engineer, he recently sh- he showed me a new tattoo, which was a Tom Waits tattoo.
0: Okay, he had a Tom Waits tattoo, okay.
3: And, a like a, a, tattoo. Okay. and uh. I was uh, thinking I, w- I want to get a tattoo, of something near and dear to my heart. I was thinking a best show tattoo. Oh, no, don't
0: do it! Then, oh, no,
3: no. Then I was thinking, why don't I just ask Tom to be the judge of what should I put on my body, tattoo-wise? And whatever Tom Sharpling says is what uh,
0: I will. What do. tattoo? Do what are you thinking about?
3: I, I can, it can be anything, uh, just something to commemorate. Uh, a uh-huh. great man like Tom will you t- Okay, well,
0: you tell me this. Would you be willing? Okay. And I'm not telling you to do this. I am not telling you to do this. Okay. Say, repeat after me. Tom is not telling me to do this.
3: Tom is not telling me to do this.
0: But if I do it... But if I do it... It is my own choice and discretion...
3: It is my own choice and discretion.
0: And I shall not hold him accountable for anything.
3: And I shall not hold him accountable for anything.
0: Amen. Amen. What if you got apmike.bandcamp.com tattooed like really small, (laughs) like just really small, like on the bottom of your foot, just at apmike.bandcamp.com? Would you get that
3: tattoo? I would absolutely. I would definitely get apmike.bandcamp.com tattoo on my body.
0: Oh, my God. Mike said, no, it doesn't have to be visible. Mike's putting a restrict, what, are you going to take him to court? (laughs) (laughs) It has to be visible now. Yeah. All right, Mike, calm down. Mike's uh did, did did you guys order pizza? Not yet. What are you waiting for? You're working what are you? Working up an appetite. What is a crunch fitness? What are you What are you doing out there? What are you doing to work up an appetite? Look, if you want to get apmike.bandcamp.com tattooed then we have a discussion uh, that I would like to, I would like you to be a part of, uh, of, I would, I would want, this would at least, I'm, this would at least guarantee you, um, this has to get him what, Mike? Free headshot? <laughs> a free headshot and stickers, stickers which I provide. <laughs> oh, so you'll, you'll give him a free best show sticker. <laughs> this Mike is weirdly tight with, this is why suddenly Mike's getting tight with the merch? It's weird. He got so weird suddenly. He's suddenly, yeah. Free free headshot, free sticker. Are you gonna split the postage with them? C O D. This is what. Look, you go and do it, and we we got something. You'll will will you will be in the hall of champions. If you actually got a right. mikebandcamp.com tattoo. I'll get it scheduled. I'll send oh. pictures. All right. All right. All right, Tom. Thanks, Thank buddy. you so much for taking the call. You have a great night. What do you think about that, Mike? You can't endorse it. All right. Mike Mike uh, Mike won't sign off on it. But he will uh you'll accept it. If it happens, you'll accept it, but you won't endorse it. All right. Fair enough. Mike, you got to stand for something or you're going to fall for everything. Not my words. The words of John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, we're having a fun time tonight. Fun time. Here on the best show. You got to love it. Got to love the old fashioned. Good time we're having. We're going to have a real good time together. Best show.
13: You know, it's funny. I, I feel like your actual axe to grind is with is with newsboys, not not Brian Johnson uh, in in particular.
0: So you think my axe to grind because I don't like the the front man of ACDC, the second front man of ACDC. Yes, that I don't like um, the the look which he inherited. I guess he's he's following a tradition of of what that is. I'm not exactly sure.
13: Well, I think it's Newsboys, and I also think it's it, it's what you referenced earlier. That that fist look, which which is a great look.
0: Yes, it is like the Sylvester Stallone movie Fist. Stallone was very into newsboy caps.
13: For he a, was, a, you know, who else was too? Who? Charles Charles Bronson. I think he. I think still. I think Sly got his from uh, from Bronson.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't know Brons was, was what you... Like, people call Sylvester Stallone sly. I didn't know they called Charles Bronson Brons.
13: Oh, they sure do, yeah. Yeah, we all do. All of us in theater. Uh-huh. Well, you're in theater. Yeah. I am, Yeah. Uh-huh. Tom, my name is Blake Pabershap. Sorry, I just dropped something. Oh, That's no. Right. Blake, you said? I dro- Blythe! You Blythe. never heard of me? Blythe Pabershap? What is it? No, Blythe Havershaft. Oh, Oh, Havershaft. Sounds like someone's someone's never been to the Newbridge Repertory Theater. Blythe
0: Havershaft. Havershaft. I'm really offended. Okay, well, Blythe, I'm so sorry.
13: You know, it's funny. I'm actually in Perth, Australia right now, home of Bon Scott. That's what we call a full circler. That is a full
0: circler, if that's the thing, which I'll take your word for it.
13: Oh, my God. First, you don't believe that that we call him Bronze, and now you don't know about full circlers.
0: Well, What was, are we uh, going
13: to do with you?
0: Well, you, when you say we, it's... uh I don't exactly think of Charles Bronson as being a stage actor.
5: Like, <laughs> well,
13: he is. It was great. Just
0: He's part try- of the theater community. I'm just trying to picture him on stage in what?
13: Like Iceman Cometh? Yeah, he'd be wearing his... uh I hate to use this term, his white theater. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he'd he'd be smoking too, and and because he was he's already seventy, even though it's in the sixties, he's yes. seventy years old, and he can't remember any lines. So there's a guy in the orchestra pit just basically shining a flashlight under his own chin, just just saying the lines, and he's like looking. He keeps looking down. Yes, yeah, he's you know. We're trained to to project outwards and upwards, uh-huh. He's doing the opposite. He's basically speaking into a pit.
0: So he just goes so there must be some sort of acoustic issues I'm I'm sure.
13: Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have to mic the pit and feed that up through the PA. It's sick. In the theater. Yeah. That,
0: that is sick. So you are in the
12: theater.
13: I am yes yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually in in uh, in Perth right now which is of course on the western coast of Australia I, I'm starring in a wonderful production down under uh, it's called A Dingo Hates My Baby. A, di- I'm sorry, what is it called? A dingo hates my baby.
0: Hates my baby.
13: Yes, kind of a play on the on on the line from the Meryl Streep uh, film. A dingo ate my baby. Exactly yes yeah. Our our show's a fun romp about a female CEO down here who falls in love with an American IT whiz who's come to fix the company's computer problems. Okay. Yeah, and and as you can guess, I, I, I play the IT whiz. In this stage show. Yes. The only rub in this whole thing is that my character is possessed by the spirit of an evil dingo and... The Dingo hates and torments her baby from a previous marriage and she was previously married to uh to uh Brad Shepard, who uh, of course was the uh guitar player in the Hoodoo Gurus. Why
0: Okay, and uh So that's the rub.
13: Yes. That's the uh-huh. twist as as we say. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. that's the twist in the show. It is. We saw rehearsals today. so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, this is uh, this, this is going to be big stuff. And uh, oh my god! ooh they actually just brought in Ricky, who's going to play the dingo. Okay. Oh, oh, he's he's so cute. Ricky, can I can I pet him? Yes. Is it okay to pet him? Oh, the dingo! Oh my god, he's he, he's so cute. Wait,
0: that's a a dingo? He's, He's
17: getting
6: freaked out by something. I'm not sure what's going on.
13: It's okay, Ricky. No! Ow! Oh, my God, he bit me. Ow! It really hurt. Oh, my God. Are you okay? No, I'm feeling really weird.
0: You got bit by a dinghy.
1: Oh what am I turning into down under?
0: Blythe? Blythe? Blythe, are you okay?
1: Oh, no! It's getting worse.
0: Blythe? I gotta go. Are you okay? That's about- I really gotta go! Okay, Blythe, you take care of yourself. Are there any, are there, um, okay. Well, how about that? Blythe Havershaft. They're coming here next week, not here, to the best show, to the East Coast. Brooklyn! Jersey City! Philadelphia! Sweet Spirit!
6: A rebel stick it to the mail most way anyway you can cause you're a rebel. Cause you're a
1: rebel. Is a waste.
0: Get some lines on that oh, Sweet spirit from their last album, which is called Kokomo. Song called Rebel Rebel. That's a good song. It's on Nine Mile Records. Nine Mile, I believe. Is that it? I think. New album's called Saint Mojo. It's great. So great. We'll start playing more of that. We debuted a song from it. So good. And they're coming through next week. So. wrong song so I tell you my friends that this is the best show and we're here on this Tuesday evening a couple other things I wanted to talk about I already said I'm sorry to Mike. Did that? You accept my apology, Mike? Okay. And if that guy gets apmike.bandcamp.com tattooed, where will you land on that? That's I know it is on him. That's why I got him to repeat after me. saw a movie over the weekend i got a uh, sneak peek at a movie called all the rage which comes out very shortly it's a great movie it's uh it's about uh pain and it's about that doctor J- john sarno it's a really good movie very interesting very uh relever- not very smart. Revelatory? I don't know. Look, I didn't go to no fancy schools. Like like a lot of you eggheads. I learned out on the street. You know who else learned out on the street? My dog, Good and poochy. She was out on the street. Can you believe it? Out on the street. That dog. Sweetest dog ever. Some mutants dumped her out on the street. You know what? You're mine now, Gooden Poochie. And if you're listening to this, Gooden Poochie, get your toy. Go,
2: go, Gooden Poochie. Run around. Trash
0: the place. Trash it. Flip the table. Best show.
17: Hey, Tom. It's Talbot in Mississippi. How you doing?
0: talbot in mississippi what's up talbot
17: not much hey i'm actually uh i haven't called in a long time um and a friend of mine kind of dared me to call you that if i called he would record an acapella version of more than words by extreme uh so i'm kind of i hope you don't mind i'm kind of doing a doing a dare kind of thing uh-huh
0: so all you had to do was call
17: well the, the backstory is I used to call a long time ago, like in the FMU days. Yeah. And I lost I lost my edge. Like I just had a couple of really bad calls. And uh this is my friend Rich Crook, um, who was the drummer in the Lost Sounds. Okay. And what a lot of people wow, don't know, he's one of the greatest like a cappella singers that you know, I've heard in my lifetime. So Alright.
0: So 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 tell me about these calls from the past. Talbot
17: oh man I hope this isn't like a setup for me being bad company but um I I, the last time I called I had a story about meeting uh like Paige and Plant and I think my timing and my delivery was off because it it had a it just kind of was pretty underwhelming response Mm -hmm. okay so I and I thought that for sure that that would be like a you know like a really good story to tell about Mm -hmm. you know Meeting yeah. those guys, but thought so it was a home yeah. run. I thought it was, but it turned out not to be. It seemed like my best calls were when I called and like talked like basketball, you know.
0: So what happened? What, it- what happened with the page and plant one?
17: Um, basically, I was walking. I was a teenager I encountered them doing a photo shoot in the cemetery in New orleans
0: no I didn't ask what 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 happened with the call i didn't ask what happened with the story what I didn't mean that what happened with the call
17: um you were you were you were not feeling it okay <laughs> anyway yeah nonetheless nonetheless how 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 are you tonight sir
0: Taking me down memory lane on a bad call is creates a new bad call. Doesn't suddenly get good all of a sudden. A story I hung up on six years ago is going to be one I hang up on this time. And look, Rich from Lost Sounds and Sweet Knives, don't record that song for him. I give you permission. You don't do an a cappella version of more than words. Besho, hi. Hey, It's Nick from Albuquerque. What's up, Nick? Chilling. How you doing? What's up with your phone? This is the worst phone I ever heard in my life.
3: Yeah, no, I know. I think it's AT and T. Yeah, I listened to it. Listen to myself back uh-huh. on one of the uh, podcasts, and I was really disappointed in my quality. Of well, the
0: phone. this, this, if you if you knew that the quality of the of the the call was going to be terrible. Boy, oh boy, this must be, an, you must have something important to say to, to figure that it, to, that it trumped what, uh, you were, the, the poor quality. Go ahead. Let's hear what this. Thing well, actually, I was going to call you on Skype
3: more to match the quality of the call. Cause I think it would have been
0: even lower. So what, what do you want? What do you want? You're, you're bumming me out now with this bad quality. It's a, it's a smartphone,
6: bro. I don't know. It's,
0: it's a... Get off my phone. It's a smartphone, bro. Like I invented it and you, you're taking me to task. Smartphone, bro. No, it's, it's a terrible phone. Go get a landline and you're going to call a radio show. Right, Mike? Get a landline installed. Best show.
7: Hi, this is,
5: um this is Mike calling from Somerville. Is this Tom? It is hi, Mike. Hello. Um, I thought since there was no topic tonight, it might be a good night uh, to have my own uh, humble pie moment. If you'll uh, indulge me, I will. I will.
0: Let's hear. Let's hear your humble. And when you say humble pie, it's great to know that that that's now a reference point for people. It's just like their humble pie moment, which <laughs> was me flaming out in an elevator saying something stupid to Patty Smith about. Did she see Humble Pie back in the day? Oh, That's
5: right. Um, so it's, it's, it's very deep and self-referential because I, you know, I it's my own potential flame-out moment.
0: All right, let's hear um, it, Chief.
5: The band, the, there's a band in question um, who whose early records are very, still very important to me uh, to this day, and I've picked up from Best Show references that you're in cahoots with these folks. Um, the first reference I ever saw was you. You did a, an Adult Swim, I think it was Adult Swim TV episode, um, and uh, the first drummer from this band uh, had a bit part in that. Um, and then later on, uh, I heard a a riff used from one of their songs in one of your sound collages. What 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 uh,
0: what what band? Let's let's stop with the. This is okay. This is, okay. This is Not it, an award uh, show where you're going to bring a special yeah. guest out. So who is it? It's Monster Magnet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Mike. You got we got a after show meeting about call screening. <laughs> this is the schedule for the after show. Are we doing a half hour power tonight? I don't know, do you want to? I'm not picking up a lot of enthusiasm out there. Sure, I don't know. Should we? Maybe. I don't know. Do you guys wanna do it? Uh, there we go. Now, yeah, we'll do half-hour power, the best show, post-show after this. Um, look, I just want to make sure you guys want to do it. That's all. So this is the schedule. We'll do half-hour power, the best show, post-show, 30 minutes of rapid-fire on-screen phone calls after tonight's best show ends at 12 sharp uh, Eastern time. And uh, then m- uh, meeting uh, attendees will be Tom, Pat, Dudio, uh, subject matter is uh, accessibility of uh, live broadcasts to uh, potential best show listeners. <laughs> then after that is a meeting. Um, attendees, Tom and Mike, uh, phone screening, colon. What can I do to make sure callers are on point and don't do f- f- these floral uh, uh, preambles before Mentioning the, the very, the very, uh, normal thing that they end up revealing. Now well, Tom, this next, uh, thing I'm gonna tell you is I noticed that there's a, a, band that you might have a bit of a relationship with, uh, I saw an adult swim thing that had, uh, for starters, it had a member of, uh, one of the things in a bit part, which, and then I heard in one of your sound collo- like, the teaser on it. What do you, uh, the, what are you, Willy Wonka? You, you're going to do the great reveal, right? What am I on the wall? Am I on the wall now? Right?
5: You're, you're am I you're on the candy. wall?
0: Just answer me this. Am I on the wall right
5: now? Uh, you are not on the wall. Okay. I That's think, all I, I want to know. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. Uh, I'm in an, I feel like I'm in an elevator right now. You're, you're
0: uh, not. Huh? Look, look, dude. With Monster <laughs> Magnet of course i love them love 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 them favorite people favorite band great can't get enough i know there were new albums uh being worked on so excited about it so you were right yes so now you had a moment with them an embarrassing moment with monster magnet
5: I did not. The, the embarrassing moment uh, would be me asking you if, if you had uh, affinity to them back in the day, if you were at early shows, what it was like when they were coming up in New Jersey. You want to know the, what?
0: That's a very good question. I saw them at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick. Yeah, they were great. They were more noisy then. Now yeah. they're more rockin' one of the uh heroes of New Jersey, Dave Windorf. One of the heroes. He should be on New Jersey's uh Mount Rushmore.
11: There you go. Yeah. There you
0: uh, go. Look, you you acquitted yourself down the home stretch, bro. <laughs> all right. Okay, but you're done. Still go away. Um looking at the list of things here. Sorry, AP Mike. Okay. Said that already. Um Uh, yes, again, I will be betrayed. We talked about that last week. It's going to happen. One of the three will betray me. Best show. Hi.
14: Hi, Tom. This is Stacy in Asheville, North Carolina.
0: Stacy, in Asheville, North Carolina. What's up, Stacy? Yes, sir.
14: Um, I wanted to thank you. I um, this past weekend I ran a fifteen mile race. And I downloaded last week's episode to listen to while I ran because it was the perfect length.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
14: It was very inspiring because I got about 10 miles into it and you were talking about pain and how you had to push through it and it was, it was perfect.
0: Oh, that, that, well, that's very, uh, I'm glad that that's how it worked out. I'm glad that I didn't say you should give in to pain. <laughs> And fold in the face of pain. Right. That might have, <laughs> quit now. your race would have, yeah, just quit. Your race would have ended <laughs> up very differently than, uh, but no. Good. Congratulations. You did it. Thank you, sir. I might start running now. I started, uh, cause I had my back was hurting me and then I started, uh, this last week resuming physical activity
14: nice we'll
0: see i'm gonna i'm gonna do something I'm gonna show all of you i guess so many people don't believe so many people don't believe in me so many people i'll be you, there when you run I'm a so race i'll be there i know well, you won't that's you're in Asheville. you're not gonna be there <laughs> yeah you'll have another, to run in north
14: carolina yeah.
0: though. Oh okay that's, you might want to uh yeah i'll be there with you tom if you run yeah, if you want in to have a random person there with yeah. you if you run so you where don't I live, know i'll be there <laughs> sure i'll just go down for a race in asheville um
14: no don't do it in asheville it's too hilly
0: like hilly like yeah i can't can't
14: do no it. yeah i don't do my races in asheville it's, it's too too much elevation
0: because look i got these people no one to go back to what i was saying no one believes no one surrounded by and, and look they don't they should they don't have much of a reason to because right now if i was a stock this is when you get a chance to buy buy uh cheap right now because i'm i'm uh, the verge of going to a penny stock right now right now if i was a stock they'd be selling me in wolf of wall street in the strip mall early in the movie <laughs> i'd be the i'd be what they were selling Oh, I think
14: plenty of people would
0: buy it. Well, or you could have said, no, you're not a low valued penny. Well, you've stock.
14: got a lot of investors. I mean, you got a lot of people backing you. Look,
0: that's true. At the Patreon over at patreon.com slash the best show, people are supporting me and I appreciate it. People are supporting the best show and that's all we ask for. And look, I'm not going to try to tell people what to do or not to do. If they want to help, they can help and they want to be a part of the I'm not going to try to get people to do my bidding, but (laughs) do you want to help? Why do you (laughs) want to help The Best Show? Just go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and do what you can. So, look, last week I'm out and about. I'm 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 uh, swinging by a, a Hollywood type thing on the East Coast, and look, my stock's low right now. Like I said, I'm there, <laughs> and there's people. It's all happening, and then another friend of mine. I'm seeing all these these um, deals going down and everything, and then my uh, my uh, agent was there, and. He's on the phone, he's saying, okay, we're going between this deal and that deal, blah, blah, blah. And then with me, he goes, yeah, and that, uh, we'll get that parking, uh, reimbursed for the, uh, good news. The check came in for that parking that, uh, you parked. It's a $53 check. We're going to, uh, get that to you. We'll get that <laughs> check forwarded over to you. Like, uh, I'm going to mid two figure deal, uh, he was telling me about <laughs> that for my, for my show business career. So it's uh, it's uh not my time right now. Maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. We'll see. But I feel like I got something. I got one more thing up my sleeve. One more thing. I got one more play. One more. <laughs> we'll see. Thanks for the call. At least. Thank you. <laughs> you have a great night.
14: Thanks, Tom. You too.
0: Bye. Mike, there are two guys out there. Can you send them in? Oh, they're in here already. Oh my God. Oh, why didn't you tell me? Oh. Well, this is interesting. We have two young men here. You, young man, your name is?
18: Dan McNamara.
0: Dan McNamara. Now people might know you from?
18: Uh, prove it all night.
0: Prove it all night, Pat Burns' uh, a live extravaganza, mm-hmm. which you can see every month, goes up at the WFMU performance space, and you go to Prove it all night show, what is it, Pat? There's clips up on YouTube at Prove it all night show, you check them out, and then you go and you look when the next live show's coming, and you can't miss it. There's one coming up soon, right? Well, oh, hopefully May 6th. So, now Dan. Yes. Who's this guy sitting next to you? Uh, this is my cousin, Rich. Rich?
19: Hello. Hold on. Oh, let me get that there. How now let's try that. Hello. Hi, Rich. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for, uh, for having us, Tom.
0: Now Dan and Rich, your cousins.
19: That's right. That's right. We are. Yes. But you
0: also have some other connection.
19: That's, yes. Yeah, that's What's true. the connection here? There's, uh, there's one liver between us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. So who needed the liver? I did. Dan, you needed the liver.
18: That's true. Yeah.
19: Now,
0: Rich, what did you do?
19: Uh, I had, I had some liver to spare. Um, so Dan's inherited a a portion of it back in uh, January. So you gave him part of your liver. That's right. Yes.
0: Now, is that how that works? You can give a portion of it? Yeah. Yeah.
19: You can, you can do it once. Um, You guys said it it it, yeah at the
0: same time, and I was like, "That's clearly the liver that you're sharing between you," made you guys say yeah at the same time. It's it's terrifying. It's happening more and more. Can you, Rich? First of all, I'm glad Dan, you're healthy. You're doing well.
18: Yeah, I'm doing great. Good. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too, Tom.
0: I'm glad you're up. You're you're everything is
18: checking out well with it. Yes,
0: that's awesome. Yep, that's really great. And and Rich. Yes. I'm glad you're doing well also. Thank you. Now, with this liver, how much of did you give to to Dan?
19: I think they told me it was like 65%. Oh,
0: my God. More than half. Yeah. Now, Rich, this might seem crazy, but I want you to do this now. Uh-huh. See if you can make – see if you can command your liver to do the part in – because it's, it's because there's, it's in Dan now. Can you make it, like, move in him? I haven't tried. Just try, close your eyes. Okay, okay. And don't fake this either, Dan. Uh, okay. Don't fake it. If, it does, if this is not going to work, it's not going to work. I don't want you to do some comedy routine and go, oh. I
18: promise I won't fake it. This is- okay. Yeah.
19: Say, like,
2: dance, liver,
19: dance. Like, mentally or out loud. But Well, close your eyes okay. and do like, just furrow your brow, like you're really just making that mm-hmm. liver. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel a connection with the liver?
2: Now tell it what to do. Dance.
19: Dance. <laughs> Anything?
0: Nothing, no. nothing.
19: Nothing, nothing. Alright, well, That's there's it's work gone. to be done.
0: Yeah. The connections. Yeah. That. What was the what was the discussion like about this when Dan's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm
2: having some uh, liver problems. <laughs>
18: you know, we're relay, we're cousins, and
0: like, how did this come up?
18: Like, how was this floated? Um, I was told back in uh, September that I was going to be I was listed. Okay, and so. They told me the best thing to do was to find a donor because within the two-year wait- waiting time that I had, that I'd probably be in worse shape and not even oh. get a uh, yeah. deceased donor liver, not sure. a chance. And okay. I'd be too sick to even get that. So First of all, yeah,
0: you should have told – Mike could have helped you out with this. <laughs> Bayonne. Right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mike, I understand that. <laughs> You could have gotten him a liver, right? Yeah. In Bayonne? Mike would be like, Mike would be like, how much do you need, like sixty five percent, and I'm like Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you found out the list would not pan out. You better yes. get it. You better start figuring something out. Yes, and that is a that is a, fa- a a a blood relative thing. It makes the 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 it's better the match.
18: It's a better match if okay. it's a relative and if the person knows uh knows you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you were just like, did you send like an email to the whole family? Is that was it one there of was, those things? I, like, there I, was a mass email. Yeah. Like I sent it, undisclosed. I sent a mass email to <laughs> the to recipients
18: the, to, my, to my closest friends and family. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Okay, just saying, like
18: liver, I need one <laughs> forward. It was. What beautiful. if it
0: just said forward, 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 forward? It's clear. It's just like some weird email you've been kicking around all over the place
18: it, it had um it was basically you guys know me very well and sometimes you receive really strange emails from me anyway because yeah. yeah. i'm a strange guy mm-hmm. sure so this is another strange email for me asking for a liver yeah or part of your liver can you do it and so that was basically the gist of the email and uh did anyone else was it just rich who said i'll do it was or was there like a no i'll do it. Pat said he'd do it, but I don't think he was the right blood type. And yeah. uh I didn't want Pat's liver anyway. Oh. Yeah. Hear that, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want your liver
0: anyway. Pat's hurt by that.
18: That's okay. Right,
0: Pat? Pat? Pat left. How about that? He's gone. That, that shows you. So the liver thing, you sent it around. No other family members. I think Rich was the first.
19: Yeah, I think uh, Mm -hmm. it's an expensive enough, like, process to find out if you're a match that they pretty much do it first come, first serve.
0: Okay. So you're just like, now were you just, like, hoping other people would be like, (laughs) no, please, let me, like you're fighting over who gets to pay the check. No, let me give him 65% of my liver. (laughs) Rich, stop it. I'm going to give him my liver. You... No, it's not happening. And then suddenly, like, uh, you're like, "No, I'll do it." Like, okay, you do it. Wait, what about us fighting over who did the
19: <laughs> liver thing?
0: What happened? <laughs> you seem to be letting me give him sixty five percent of my liver. So, yeah,
19: no, everyone seemed okay with it. Okay. So, yeah. for better or worse, yeah,
0: yeah. Now, how involved was it to do that?
19: Uh, fairly involved. I mean, I, you know, thankfully wasn't uh, awake for, I think the most difficult, uh, involved part of it. Um, so you just kind of wake up, uh, together, you know, you're in like an operating room that's attached and you're getting this thing done at the same time. And then you kind of wake up together and you're recovering in the same hospital together. And it's, it's interesting.
18: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was about a six hour surgery. Um, and, uh, there's some tests involved to beforehand and a lot of doctor appointments to see if you're, both ready for it. Okay. And, um, the surgery, they basically go to him first, go to Rich first, mm-hmm. and uh, they cut out his portion of the liver, mm-hmm. make sure it's all what they thought it was going to be, very good, and then they okay. put it in my body, huh. and they took out my bile ducts, replaced my bile ducts with parts of my intestines uh, for the bile ducts, and then they inserted his liver, took out my liver, which was... Not so great looking.
19: Yeah, Dan has a wow. photo of the uh, liver <laughs> yeah. they took out. It's, yeah, it's not pretty. Not that oh, it looks cooked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yep.
0: And how bo- how are both of you feeling now?
19: Really, really good. Yeah. If you were to put uh, a
0: percentage on it, where how how how, much, how back are you both?
18: I am. I would say ninety percent back. Wow.
0: That's fantastic.
18: I would yeah, I would say it was before this. Mm-hmm. I was probably forty percent to thirty okay. percent. But it's been getting markedly better as it's, as things settled in. It was night and day within the first two weeks after the
19: surgery. Wow. Yeah.
18: The energy level and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rich?
19: Yeah, I know. I think uh I was back to work in like five weeks. Um and you almost wouldn't know it, it happened. Like mm-hmm. energy levels may be a little lower at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. that's uh that's about it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's just say suddenly I needed a liver. And I found out that my radio brothers (laughs) were the only matches. Uh Uh-huh. Pat, Dudio, Mike.
2: In your opinion, which which one would I hit up for the liver?
18: I would hit up Pat because you could probably guilt him into it. But you already okay. turned down Pat. No, I, well, I'm not, I am not. don't want Pat's liver, but if you're in the position to use Pat's liver... But first of all, look at
2: Mike's liver.
18: No, I know. Mike's liver, that's like... Right? No, I know. I know. It's like a, it like turns blue when it gets cold. Yeah. It's like the Coors Light,
0: like the taste of the Rockies.
18: Right. No, I wouldn't go for that liver.
0: Right, Mike? But say that wasn't the case, Mike. Who out there would give me a portion of their liver? you do it, Mike? You know, Mike, I believe you. I believe you. Dudio? You know, I don't believe you. That was way too sing-songy. Yeah. No, that was... Dudio's lying. Mike's telling us... Mike is being truthful. Pat? Pat said, absolutely. I believe Pat. Yeah. Dudio's the fibber on this one. Untruthio. Because he was bragging last <laughs> week about his pal from uh, Alan Explains Everything or whatever the show's called. What is the thing called? Alan Destroys Everything? The, the guy who taught you uh, sketch writing? Alan? Alan ruins everything. (laughs) So Dudio is like, well, I know Alan from Alan ruins everything. And I went to, I had sketch classes with Alan, uh, from Alan. And he's like, and then we're tweeting at Alan, uh, I'm not even sure what his name, last name is. And then Dudio's like, yeah, we, uh, and then I'm like, Hey Alan, did you ever, uh, take Dudio or take a class? Silence. Not a peep. From that guy. You know. Then a day later he Alan's like, oh yeah, I remember him. He was a great. He's one of the funniest people I ever met. Might as well have posted the receipt on it, the PayPal transaction. So basically I'm in trouble if
18: anything happens.
0: I don't have a rich in my life like you do, Dan. <laughs>
18: yeah. It's I'm very lucky. Very thankful.
0: Now does he do you feel just like,
18: ugh? I'm just beholden to this guy forever now. Yeah, I am.
19: But right. you, you know, I kind of thought that was how it would be, but at at some point during the like first few weeks of the recovery, Dan texted me uh, and said anything I do now is technically your fault to me.
0: And he said, so, "Okay, gotcha."
19: So there, there's, yeah. there's this scary So he played side, the other yeah. side
0: of it. Yeah. yeah, I would have thought I would have thought that you'd only play the one side of it and be like, "I'm your humble servant." Forever,
19: I think he was just making sure I'm like not thinking. Oh, okay, this only works. We one can't way. take it back now. That's true. What
0: are you going to say? Let's go back to the hospital. I'm sick of you. We're going back to the hospital right now. <laughs> give me it back. You tell tell him to give me my liver back. <laughs> so when does it when does it grow? Do you have any 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 any, any uh, progress on where your liver is currently at?
19: So I know for mine, what they tell me is by now it should already be at like 90%. Wow. Again.
0: That's how quickly it regenerates. Yeah,
19: like super fast. Wow. For me, I think it's slower for, for Dan because mm-hmm. it's not his liver. Yeah, but and the yeah. medication slows that down too.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Try one more time. Just tell him the liver to move. Just even just wiggle a little bit. Come on, Rich. You can do it. I think, I, think I
18: felt a little something there. Something, okay. Yeah, maybe work, it was gaslighting. I like well,
0: see. I don't. I feel like you're taking a page out of Dudio's, uh House of Lies.
18: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promising anything. I'm just saying maybe I felt something. I'll take. Yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, guys,
0: it's it's exci- exciting to have you here, and I'm, so, I'm I'm so glad that you're doing well, Dan and Rich. I'm glad you're doing well. Thank it is you. truly. Inspirational, what the two of you have gone through. Thank you, Thanks and the so much. two of you are doing great, which is all you can ask for from things like that. So, yeah, I'm going to take some calls. You guys stay there. Best show.
5: Hi, Tom. How's it going?
0: It's going well. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Nolan in Arizona. Nolan in Arizona. What's
5: up, Nolan? Oh, not too much. I had I, I had. Well, I want to start with some advice for your your listeners. Okay. Um, when when you're on hold for the best show, put a headphone in one ear, the
3: phone in the other ear, and then you never have an echo.
0: Say that again? You put the headphone in one ear?
3: Yeah, and then you have a phone in the other ear, you hear the phone start going, you take off the headphone, and you're good to go.
0: Nice. Nice, Nolan. You're thinking.
5: Yeah. Um,
10: I I wanted to ask, I, I was watching clips of old, Old clips of Conan uh, the other week, and I saw a, a, the uh,
5: the boy band sketch. Uh huh. And that that was you, right?
0: No. In that one. No, people mistake that for me. That was not me. Really? Yes. A lot oh, wow, of people that, always that, think that's me, but it's not. Oh, that real that really got me. Weird, huh? That's that is weird because that, that guy's that
3: guy's face when he's when he's dancing on the astronaut at the yeah. end. That was so funny. Not me, oh wow, well. okay, well, um I, I I did want to say w- one more thing um you know I I this isn't your fault, but that guy's name is actually Adam, not Alan,
0: Adam, yeah, but here's the
3: thing, Dudio didn't even correct you.
0: no, you want to know what? I knew it was Adam. I just <laughs> want to see how prove how little he even knows about this guy. Dudio? Oh, you don't know him, do you? No, he knows him. Who? What, what's his name? He's now saying it's Adam Conover. Oh, now he knows. Now he knows. Yeah, you clearly googled it. <laughs> you know, so. All right. Well, look. Thanks, Nolan. You have a great night. You. Too. Best show.
11: Hey, Tom, how
0: are you? Oh, I'm well. To whom am I speaking?
11: You are speaking to the co-producer of the semi-defunct Wally Wackerman podcast, <laughs> Z-Man.
0: Z-Man. For Great work on that song. That, what's that? Great work on that song. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm excited How's to everything? tell you I'm working on a podcast of my own, which is called... Missing Wally Wackyman. <laughs> and I'm going to do an episode of it next week, hopefully. I'm going to pull... He has, he has dropped off the radar a bit. He's gone. And uh, he's... I've, I'm not sure nobody knows what's happened to Wally. We've we will find out, out, I guess. We will find out. Now, Z-Man, <laughs> you did a podcast yeah. called Puppet Talk. What was it called? The Wally Wacky Man Pupcast. The Wally Wacky Man Pupcast. And for people who don't know, Wally Wacky Man is this thing, it's like an extension of you. It's kind of like Venom a little bit, where it's a symbiote. <laughs> is that how you say it? A thing where, um... where you transform into him or something. It's like you're Clark Kent, and then you turn into this puppet, if I understand correctly?
11: Uh, I don't know if it's quite the uh, apropos metaphor, but
0: uh, something like that. And then when you become this puppet, you have no recollection of who you are, or any of the thing. Like, you just say, you find your, you, like, wake up in an alley, mm-hmm. and then you have to, like, piece together what happened.
11: Yeah, like, like memento. I got to Figure <laughs> Treat the steps
0: back. Yeah, you have to kind of piece it back together and see what you got into when you transformed into it. it's like Jekyll and Hyde is what it's like. Sure. So this puppet though that you transform into is the opposite of you. He's where you're clean, he's filthy. Where you? I might, I might have
11: missed that that part of his personality. Where you? Over the
0: tape. You are a proud member of uh, of the the chosen people of the tribe. Wally is anti-Semitic. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, is that not
5: true? <laughs>
11: it's, it's quite quite the opposite. Uh, part of his whole thing is that he's a Jewish puppet. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Well, that was that was my mistake. I apologize. For sure. some reason, I thought he was a a, a raging anti semite. Nope, nope. I remember seeing some video online where he was saying horrible, horrible. I might be mistaken though. Do not, don't. This might be a mistake. I'm going to withdraw that. I might, might have, have to uh, might have get some lawyers involved. It might have been to... a different video. Might have been a different video or something. Mm. so this wally wacky man he's mm-hmm. where you're and don't take this the wrong way, not very bright wally wacky man yeah. is very intelligent, yeah you could say that, <laughs> and where you are uh again don't take this the wrong way uh a buffona, a clown, a clod, sure. Uh Wally Wacky Man is like Fred Astaire.
17: If every once in a while
0: you were worried that one of Fred Astaire's eyes would fall off and roll across the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Now where can we get where can we see if we this podcast you did, the Wally Wacky Man presents puppet co was it pup talk? While you recommend like pupcast, pupcast. Now you weren't. Were you, were you trying to? Were you worried that people who like puppies would be listening to this thing? I, th- I think he you did know. That. You know that pups are primarily known as puppies. Not it's not short for puppet.
11: Sure, you know a little play on words. I think I think he addressed that in the initial introductory episode, mm-hmm. but
0: uh, you so, know. So you realize this though, how many episodes did you get down before you, uh, waved the white flag on this thing?
11: <laughs> well, I'm not fully giving up, it's just, uh, they've, they've become other Give priorities me a number. in Give me my a life. Number.
0: Give me a number, how many? Two. Two, okay. <laughs> how many episodes do you think I've done in the best show in the last eight days? Two. Two, yeah. Yeah. Out of what seven hundred, seven <laughs> hundred? We're we're coming up on a thousand. Three hours soon. each. Yeah, they're each three sometimes, hours. Sometimes six hours, and sometimes double. And there's other things we do right after we do it. And there's uh, and uh, like an hour of original written comedy in each one, and just <laughs> that, <laughs> fundraising marathons with fundraising elaborate sound collages, <laughs> and uh we have our own puppets too. We have two puppets here. You've one um well look in all fairness those puppets wouldn't exist if it wasn't for my one yeah well to to be fair wally wacky man wouldn't exist if i didn't keep this uh this flailing (laughs) franchise afloat either wally wacky (laughs) man right now would be in the trunk of your car you'd be like oh what's that thing what's in that purple sack there (laughs) oh i remember this remember this guy Right, yeah, you'd fair, be using them as a chamois, right?
11: You'd be yeah, you know you know you I, I, using them. you be I'm using him as a chamois very, very to buff
0: your car. You'd be buffing your car with them. <laughs> so it's a two-way street. No, of course. No,
11: I'm very grateful for everything that you and the best show has given. Of
0: course, me. Look, and I'm and grateful for everything. Try to make sure that you know that. Of course, and I'm internally grateful for everything you have have provided to me throughout my life for so many different things. Z man, you're a, you're a sweetheart of a guy. Oh, I appreciate and, that. You know, know, I do what it, I can. You know, you, well, you do, you do well. You know, I love you, buddy. You know it, and if I you don't, I, I you. hope you know it. I hope you know it. Oh, of course I do. Of course, you come from a you got a great family, great mm-hmm. people. One's nicer than the next. One's better than the next. I just they, you think the world of the 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 family. Yeah,
11: you're 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 metaphorically an extension well, of that's, that.
0: You're you're part let, of it. A... Let's not push it. Let's not <laughs> try to try to have a sweet moment. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> okay. Let's not. All right. Um, withdrawn <laughs> withdrawn so but look you are uh so what so things are getting in the way and the Pupcast has has, has kind of hit the hit an iceberg well a little bit,
11: yeah it's just right? life and now, who, 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 uh, you, you
0: know you, who'd you talk to on this thing who'd you who'd you talk to
11: the, well the one episode the first one was just an introduction Spinney. and the sec, second episode was while he um interviewed Noel McNeil, who's a ah, pretty prominent um puppeteer if you you've ever heard of anyone's heard of the bear in the big blue house sure he yes. was the, he was the bear and mm-hmm. he's done a ton of stuff with uh Muppets and Nickelodeon shows and uh all sorts of puppets you stuff. know
0: you should have on the pup cast is uh Carol Spinney, who everybody that knows w- is the guy who did uh, big bird, yeah, that would be quite a get. He actually wants to come on this show, and I've turned him down so many times. Oh,
11: that's a shame.
0: He uh, does he also do the voice of Big Bird, or is he just in there dancing? No, oh, yeah,
11: Ty- typically, typically the puppeteer does the voice. Actually, right now I think he's just doing the voice because you know he's in his mid eighties. And- I would
0: I would not accept that <laughs> if I was running Sesame Street. I'd be like, get in the get in the thing, Carol. He's and he's like, I'm eighty four. You either do it all or you do yeah. nothing. Get in the eleven foot high <laughs> Big Bird costume that weighs three hundred and eighty pounds and move it around the way you used to in nineteen sixty seven when when Big Bird started. Move with the same youthful energy that Big Bird has. <laughs> <laughs> And he'd be like, well, hey, boys and girls, Big Bird's going to watch you guys dance around. I'm just going to take a seat over here and watch you guys have fun. <laughs> does he also do What's-His-Face, the invisible uh monster that shows up? What's that dude's name?
11: Do you mean Snuffy? Snuffleup again? Yes. No, that's, that's a different guy. Because they typically shared scenes together. So, Who's that? Who does yeah, that they- one? uh this guy martin robinson
0: mm-hmm.
11: he actually uh it's actually an inherited role most people associate with him with it it was originally done by this guy jerry nelson who did a lot of the mother characters
0: but who's uh, your least favorite puppeteer z-man who who you oh, think I, is who's I a can't. who's a bum you just watch him do his thing you're like this is a hack <laughs> Get your hand out of that puppet. You, I can't, you I can't
11: uh, go against the, uh, police the the brotherhood. Yeah,
0: you can, you can tell. <laughs> Who's just you're like, this guy sucks and everyone knows it.
11: No, the, most yeah. of the people I've encountered are both talented and, uh, nice and supportive and friendly. I mean, not as many of them have watched uh, my documentary as I would have liked, but. <laughs>
0: What about What's-His-Face, the one guy who had some legal trouble? I, I don't know if we want to talk about him or not. Nah, we, we already no. delved into that uh, What's in his different name? episode. He did the puppet Aldo, right? What was the puppet's name? Kick Elmo. Me Aldo. What is it called? Kick Me Aldo? <laughs> kick Me, comma Aldo. Now, is he, was he was he looking to be kicked? Or was it like, kick me? Like, he has a kick me sign on his back? Or is, he, you know, or is he the I, one doing I forget. the kicking? I,
11: I, it's, uh, lost to history. Of, of, yeah. You know, one of those great mysteries of our time. Yeah.
0: No one is sure who does Kick Me Aldo, who uh, is one of the big characters on Sesame Street. And, uh, mm-hmm. everybody also loves What's His Face, uh, the garbage can the the green oh, okay. slime the green slime that rises out of the garbage can because <laughs> that was that garbage can hit by lightning or something and now green ooze has turned into <laughs> is like a sentient I don't
11: remember the origin story right
0: I might have missed that episode Well look we all love puppets we all love them and we all love Wally Wacky Man <laughs> well. he's missing. I plan to get to the bottom of it with my podcast, Missing Wally Wacky Man, which I <laughs> sure. think I'm joking. I'm telling you this, Z-Man. <laughs> I'm telling you this. Wrap your head around it because there's going to be a podcast called Missing Wally Wacky Man where I try to get to the bottom of where he's at. All right. So.
11: I look I look forward to it. Realize. You know, i the uh, the best show umbrella.
0: The Wally Wacky Man. I'm going to find him. Okay. If you were faced with the chance, let's just hear, I'm not going to... Carol Spinney Mm -hmm. comes to you. He says, Z-Man, they're trying to make me get into the the Big Bird (laughs) costume again. Right? Uh Uh-huh. And he says to you, I'm going to ask you a favor kill me. Oh god. god. He says he says Carl Sweeney goes, you got to make it look like an accident. Right? Got to make it look like a break-in. I'm going to be in the house. You make it look like a break-in and you shoot me in the chest.
11: Oh boy, I can't even
0: start to comment on that. <laughs> and would you? What is the what? Uh, what a skimmy what a per, percentage of 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 you doing it? I'm gonna have to say zero. Zero I'm not to murder anybody, let alone one not anybody. murder. He's asking you to help him. He's like, okay. I want to leave the money to my family, my insurance money, and I'm not gonna <laughs> get it if if I'm murdered in this hold up that you're going to create then then I'll get the money then my family will get the money <laughs> because it would help me so much I can't do the big bird anymore I can't do, the suits too heavy they're making me do it again I can't get back in there Z man help me I need you to I need you to break into my house <laughs> Here's the gun and he hands you a paper bag it's on, it's a, uh, the, the, the serial number is filed off, untraceable. <laughs> would you do it? No. I, I would probably
11: first go, why me? <laughs> you can't, no, I think it's terrible. We want to know what, Z-Man?
0: You answered right mm-hmm. for only, look, excluding the moral component of it. This is a classic setup. Because you know what? If you went along with it. You'd break in the house, Carol Spinney pulls out a gun and shoots you. That's how that goes down.
11: Self defense, but it was just some grand yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. He he gets you he sets you up and shoots you. You get shot by Big Bird. So it's a grand scandal. Oh everyone thought he was
11: this nice innocent man who brought uh, joy and laughter for years to all the children.
0: But, he <laughs> but he's not going to, nobody's going to know that. Nobody's going to know, nobody's going to know that. He's going to just, he's going to get you on a thing. Right. And then Carol Spinney, his wife would come in and go, Oh my God, what's that person doing? And Carol Spinney goes, My dear, that is the man who killed you. And she goes, What are you talking about? And he goes, He broke in the house, murdered you. I came in, God, and defended him. And then he pulls, he picks the gun up from you and starts chasing her around the house with it. I really don't like where this call is going. But here's the worst part: you're still alive because you because you had Wally Wacky Man tucked into your jacket, and he absorbed the bullet. He absorbed the bullet. He's dead. You're alive, and now you have to stop Carol Spinney. You have to pretend to be dead and hope he runs by, and but you have to save his wife now. So you know what you do? What you get into the Big Bird outfit, which is laying there in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. And then you charge at him dressed as Big Bird.
16: <laughs> oh my god.
0: And then you shove him out the window. Fourth story. Fourth story apartment. He shatters through the the glass, falls into a trash compactor.
6: William Crazy
0: movie. Squeezes him into a cube. Right? If you say so, you're the one telling the story. And now you're dressed as Big Bird, and you're watching Carol Spinney get get trash compacted, right? Uh, in this scenario, sure. And then the security footage, you don't realize Carol Spinney was on a show called Spinney's World, which is a webcam series, and this is all being broadcast live. Oh, my goodness. And now you are famous. Famous or infamous? (laughs) You're famous. You saved Carol Spinney's wife. Oh, right, right. And you murdered him, too. (laughs) You didn't murder him. You shoved him out a window into a trash compactor that squeezed him into a perfectly shaped cube. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Now, with that presented to you as the way it plays out, You're famous. You're big bird now. You save Carol Spinney's wife, who then also takes a takes a liking to you, if you know what I mean. Right? You know this is getting all kinds of You know what I mean? You know what I mean? She takes a liking to you. You saved me. Right? You saved me, Z Man. Now, the funeral for Wally Wacky Man, cause he caught a bullet from Carol Spinney. Mm-hmm. Right? At the funeral, yeah. Carol Spinney's wife shows up, and then, uh, she, she just starts, like, saying to you, like, I think I can speak to everybody over at the children's workshop about getting you to take over Big Bird. Everyone liked the security camera footage. (laughs) Now do you take the role, do you do do this? Because you see how it all ends up. A bad person was punished. A bad person was punished. A life was saved. And you now are Big Bird. (laughs) I'm just going
11: to, I'm just going to take, Take this road and say, I'm, I'm not tall enough to play the Bird, so it wouldn't work out anyway so I'm gonna still say no, I would not do it.
0: So now Wally Wakeman's buried, mm-hmm. and then we go, we cut back to the, to the cemetery, and then the final shot is a purple hand breaking through the dirt. <laughs>
11: One of those little teasers for the sequel.
0: Yeah, and then the credits roll. You wouldn't do it. Still, you still say zero percent.
11: I'm going to stick to my guns on that one, and
0: not not guns. You shoot, Carol <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you stuck <laughs> to your guns with this because you you, you you had a gun, and Carol Spinney shot you in the chest. I don't know. I'm telling you, Z man. You think about it. Mm-hmm. You think about it. You and, you, uh, you'd be the new Big Bird. What about this? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This would, Big Bird has a puppet in the new iteration of Big Bird. A purple friend we've all seen before. Oh, so that he's make back. it a little different? No, well his name's Willie Wackadoo. Cause <laughs> it's, uh, because you own Wally Wacky Man, but uh, okay, children—they're so just going to make net, network workshop needs to own the puppet. So his name's Willy Wackadoo. <laughs> then you'd get to work with what Aldo the whole time, right? <laughs> Go kick me Aldo. <laughs> you you be you and kick me Aldo, right? You'd be sitting <laughs> under the table that you're all sitting under, smoking cigarettes. And then in comes, uh, what's-his-face, Gordon, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I wonder where Aldo is. And then Big Bird runs in, which is you, and you go,
8: hey, uh, Gordon, I want
0: you to be my friend, Wally Wackadoo. Still zero. Mm-hmm. Still zero percent that you do this. <laughs> I think so. Well, Z-Man, you're a you're a better man than I am. I gotta say, because I would've, I would've In a heartbeat.
11: You would've just taken that opportunity.
0: Yeah, I would've done it. I'm telling you, buddy. All right, you know I love you. You have a great <laughs> yeah. night. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I'll do that to anybody. Still hang up on them, Mike? What are your thoughts about that call? Intriguing. Okay, I would have thought funny might have been a word you'd use, but, you know, a lot of violence. Yeah, a lot of, uh, it was a lot of violence. Well, my friends, the time has come. We've reached the end of the line here on The Best Show. It's always sad, right? It's sad when The Best Show's over, because we have fun. We have fun doing the best show. you have fun doing the best show? I wasn't talking to you. Pat, do you have fun with the best show? All the time. Well, Pat, I'm glad you have fun with the best show. Because I have fun with the best show. And sure, it's hard. I told you about my mid-two-figure deal I had going on. That's all I got going on right now. And sometimes I look in the mirror and I say, look at you. You look like a somebody put a firecracker in a pile of hamburger meat. What happened? You're tired and old. You used to be able to do it. You can't do it anymore, Tom. Maybe I can't. Maybe my days have passed and are behind me. And the thing I can do is this show, which is... A lot. I can do this show, which is special. But I want to do it all. That's what I want to do at the best show. I want to do it all. I want to do so many things. But then I look at these two guys in front of me Dan and Rich. And when Dan was in need, he reached out to his family and said, I need a liver. And what did Rich say? He didn't say, uh, no habla glaze. He said, yes. How much liver? And Dan said, 65%. And Rich said, look, maybe that's, does it have to be more than 50? No. He said, what about 20? And then Dan said, no, it's got to be 65. And then Rich, he said, okay, you need it, you got it. And they laid on the table and they got cut open and he gave it to him. And now two people are sitting in front of me, healthy. And strong now. Look at the two of you. You did it. That's people helping people. And look, whether it's me being a hero at the food bank, lifting frozen ham a couple times a week, or it's Rich giving 65% of his liver to his cousin. I'm not going to say which one is harder than the other. We all do our part. We're all heroes. That's what's important when we do it. I want to thank you the best show listener for stepping up and supporting the show over at patreon.com slash the best show and I want to thank you for listening to the best show and I want to tell you Dan and you Rich it has been a pleasure having you here and you are both two people that I think I speak for all of us I admire both of you for what you did I'm glad you're both healthy and I'm glad you're both happy Relatively speaking, the best show's over. We honor those who do here, and these two did. The best show is done for tonight. Back next week. Thanks, guys, for coming by.
16: Good night.